live here with another real news corner quarantine coronavirus whatever the fuck we're calling it now oh man it's been a wild week as you can see in the title loomer wins bannon arrested leafy ban proud boys are back it's jam-packed for sure um and we're 73 or 72 days out from the election uh and we'll be covering the dnc convention that whole cringe show and everything related to that but most important news story was not being talked about enough i don't even know fox news even covered it laura loomer won her primary in florida absolutely huge and frankly historic because she is just a journalist and an e-celeb twitter personality and i'm not saying that to like diminish or anything like she's fantastic but like she has no political experience she has no like you know super big money like trump did and had knew all these like rich super big people and could get into it easily like this is a total grassroots operation built on uh the fame she got from the internet and also uh the people she's met along the way and the voters she's met but super amazing um victory for her uh, with a great victory part of Milo Yiannopoulos uh, opening for her and Gavin McGinnis and Roger Stone. Jacob Wool was there, CJ Pearson. All the cool people were all there. So, honestly, it was pretty inspiring and pretty fantastic. So, I think, I think I it is. It. I think it is. You, you have, like, so, you, it's really nice to have, like, uh, like Laura, Laura Loomer pulling on top because uh, it's just an another one of these um, another one of these people that are getting into politics that really weren't um, politics first kind of people like yes. you saw Laura, Laura Loomer you know you got Laura Loomer she was a journalist you know that was like her specialty before getting in uh, getting into politics you had um, you know Donald Trump he was a real obviously he's a real estate mogul before uh getting into politics in you know even 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 you look at the democrat side you had uh you know aoc was a bartender before you know getting into politics and yeah. then you got elon omar you're like look you got elon omar who was a terrorist before getting into <laughs> politics so look it's already you know it's very uh, for that. Holy <laughs> fuck. Yeah, you know, but, that was not very kosher <laughs> uh, you know but but I mean, she was she, she was, was married before. I, I was I gonna say, so that is not even slanderous. That probably has some grains of truth to it. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the terrorist part, but you know. <laughs> it's, like, it's comedy. This is there. This there is comedy. Phil, don't you know comedy is not allowed on the internet anymore? Oh my god! Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Because yeah. I mean, if 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 Trevor Noah and Amy Schumer are allowed on YouTube, but we aren't like that tells you all you need to know yeah and we were actually um before you hopped on phil alex and i were talking about this all, all like in 2016 we had this like peak like cultural revolution not just in the streets but on the internet mm -hmm. and you had all these fun people like loomer milo gavin roger stone alex jones did i say yeah yeah um all these cool people jacob wall like oh, so many people they're all gone. Now the internet's boring and stale and just filled with boring people. Like, frankly, Ben Shapiro is boring as shit. I'm sorry. Um, you know. 
Connor, man, I, I mean, I don't like that dude that much. Like, he, he can be funny at times, but, like, man, he's fucking, like, stale. Yeah, he's definitely, he's cleaned up. Well, I mean, he's kind of. He's uh, safer now. He's, he's definitely safer. Definitely safer. I will give him props. He just did a video with Alex Jones. Uh, they were walking down the streets of Austin, I believe. So, I mean, he gets credit where credit's due on some things, for sure. But I I find myself not tuning into him. Like, I haven't tuned into him in a long time. But maybe that's just my taste. I don't know. But it's... um. It, he's like the fucking college Republicans if they, like, made a fucking comedy show. Like, he does not feel edgy at all. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, all the fucking fun people, you know, they're not... He doesn't associate with them for the most part, with the recent I mean, exception of Alex Jones. Yeah, I mean, he used to. Used to be. Like, you know, he used to have, you know... He used to have, you know... Ale like, he'd have Alex Jones. He'd have Anthony Cumia. He'd have, like, all these, all these, like, really, like, edgy guys or edgy people. And then, like... You know, he, he just does the safe thing. You know, he does the, you know, the Hodge twins. Mm. He does, you know, and they're the, great, but they're, they're great. Yeah, you know. but you know, they're you know, they've got their own safe measure. And look, even the Hodge twins, right? Even the Hodge twins, they're, they're like if if you listen to their earlier work, it was like very raunch, like I want to say raunchy, but it was pretty, it was pretty edgy. Yeah, their, their earlier stuff was very edgy. And now they've kind of they've kind of toned down a bit, which, I mean, let's let's be fair. Let's be let's be fair about this. A lot of that is, you know, they've got investors within their certain company, like you know Ben Shapiro, you know, with you know Stephen Crowder. He's on Blaze TV now. I'm pretty sure that you know Glenn Beck kind of limits limits him within reason, you know, and. He wasn't even that. I mean, he wasn't even that edgy beforehand, though. Like he 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 had a little bit of an edge trip, but he was like, you know, you probably run the mill fucking steak knife, where you know, like you'd have people like Milo and shit who'd be like, you know, fucking. You, you know, know what I see though? I I see I see so I see the content being, like I see his content being more raunchy as far as like cursing and dirty like toilet jokes and shit like that but like but I see it being less edgy in terms of you know pushing the envelope like yes. going out there like yeah you know you, you know what I'm saying yeah and that's the type of edgy I'm saying because it's one thing to just say provocative shit like that's a style and if you like that style you want to do that style fine but when I try to differentiate like the the Ben Shapiro's of the world to the Milo's or the Gavins of the world. The Milo's and the Gavins are really fun and they they have a sense of humor and a sense of um uh not just like just style overall that, that connects with people. Like it's like what people actually like. And you know, I'm not saying people don't, you know, don't like Ben Shapiro, but it it's like Okay, I'm not okay. I'm gonna slog a little bit on um my previous organization, Turning Point. Some of Turning Point's memes are a bit cringe, and nobody finds funny, but they keep pumping them out. Okay, I mean, 
let's be real about that. We've all probably found a turning point me and we're like, yeah, that's stupid. And people have said that to me a lot of times. Like that yay for 2A one. Um, so I've got some of the other ones. Like, Okay, I'm not trying to be a gory per... Israel or something? I was going to say the Israel ones because they're a bit just... They're just stupid, like the way they do them. That doesn't... It, it just shows that they don't get what people like. So it means they're not talking to real people about like and sharing the memes we share or they'll take like some old meme and like recycle it and which is fine but like the way they do just isn't interesting or anything but my point being is that like the miles and the gavins they're pushing the envelope they're pushing comedy they're doing stuff that's more provocative and interesting and they share the memes we share they're in the subs we're in or well we used to be i guess at donald's band um they're on the chans or something, or the you know maybe not always, but they're they're on, they're they're seeing the shit that we see and sharing it. Like, you know, it's, it's just, I, there's just sort of like a disconnect. Yeah, they don't know what fucking young people like, like yeah. what they actually like, and and that's the thing. And they're afraid, like maybe they do know what they like, and they're afraid to actually say it because we live in a very fucking sanitized world in 2020. Mm-hmm. You know. See that you're against Black Lives Matter, like, you know, f- fuck, good, good luck. Like, no one's gonna want to, f- you know, deal with that. Like, maybe now it's a little bit different. That couple of days, like, couple of weeks afterwards, but like, especially right after George Floyd's death, if you said that, like, holy shit. Oh yeah. Well, look at even to tie back to our topic, Laura Loomer. She, you know, I look. The GOP wouldn't touch her, touch her, go near her. For the longest time. In fact, she said on an interview with Alex Jones, which I 100% recommend everybody watch as soon as possible. She is on fire in that interview, and her speaking skills are impressive. She has grown so much um, in her skill stack. But she said that Kevin McCarthy, the uh, I forget what they call his position in the house it's like the second to speaker um oh the majority or minority leader sorry minority leader um he was actively campaigning against her and funding candidates against her and the gop didn't do shit for her and to be fair i don't think the gop should pick favorites in a primary and ronna mcdaniel the gop chairwoman did actually call her after she won and said like yeah you're a rock star I hope she sticks by that and helps her, but man, these GOP establishment people, they don't get that people like Loomer. They rejected the establishment. They like somebody that's fun and interesting and that's banned on social media. I mean, that's the amazing thing. She did all this while banned on every major social media platform, and her campaign was banned on every major social media platform, and she won. Unbelievable. That's what really upsets me is that, like, not only do they ban her, but they banned her campaign. Yep. I feel like that needs to be investigated by some sort of oversight committee. Because I feel like, you know, if you want to ban a person, okay. But if they're running for Congress and, like, you know, they had that Supreme Court decision that said Trump can't ban people, like, block people from his Twitter account because that's a public, you know, thing then how can you say that you can ban campaigns from these platforms it's election meddling it's election in you know it's it's disrupting an election like it 
literally is hurting a candidate and helping another. I mean, even when she won her primary, Twitter and Facebook both said they won't reinstate her accounts. She is a a Republican nominee in a congressional district, and she can't have her Twitter or Facebook back. That's pretty fucking crazy. Now, if she wins, oh my god. Oh. If she wins, I bet she's going to go right the fuck after them for election meddling, and and, yeah. and she deserves, you know, she should absolutely because that's bullshit. Yeah, you you know who uh you you know who these like conservatives like Turning Point and the CRs or whatever, they remind me like in football terms they remind me of last year's San Francisco 49ers. They Good remind loss. me like you and 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 I say that because uh this is a the the like. You know the 49ers they were this team that you know they were they were at like offensively they were edgy they had you know they had trick plays they went after it you know they took chances they took you know they 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 had unpredictable plays and then like you know late into the fourth quarter they started getting predictable they started playing it safe they started you know, just taking care of the ball versus actually trying to, you know, keep keep the foot on the pedal to, you know, win the game. And then lo and behold, they let the other team back in the game. And then, you know, Kansas City scores three touchdowns in the last seven minutes of the game to win it. So like Trent like and 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 why do I use that analogy? It's like, you know, when you, you think when turning point and all these other like you know, things were founded like with you know with Ben Shapiro and all that. Like you know, they they were edgy. They got after you. They challenged. Turning you. Point Chapters used to host Milo, and yeah. we were directly told you cannot bring you him. Know. And they and didn't. They never at, gave a look, reason. We're less than a hundred. We're less than a hundred days away from the election. Look, this is technically the fourth quarter, right? Did There's Turning some... Did Turning Point make you sign an NDA or anything like that? No. That's why I'm speaking. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, I go completely apeshit on those fuckers. <laughs> we should actually yeah. make a separate video on it, but continue with your analogy, Phil. But yeah, so, but the, but this is what I'm saying. Like this is like we're the the election's like a less than a hundred days away. We are in the fourth. Like this is the fourth late in the fourth quarter, right? We have a lot of people that are playing it safe. Yeah, they're not, you know. Mm. They're not pushing the envelope. They're trying mm -hmm. to, you know, not throwing hail marys. Yeah, but but that's what happens. Like you, if you don't like, if you don't keep your foot on the gas pedal, you know, at the end you're gonna have like, if you let the other side get back in the game, then you're gonna have to start taking shots downfield and set yourself up for disaster. You know, and. You know, I feel like uh, that that's that's what we're doing, like with Turning Point and with all these other all these other organizations they are kind of they're not they're not getting aggressive enough. They're not, you know, they're not cool. That's the problem. They're not, they're, well, yeah, I mean, they're not. They, well, they haven't really done cool sh like they really haven't done cool shit. And when we mean they, we mean the national organization yeah. i gotta make that clear distinction because what what does bother me about like some people i see in the internet when they shun turning point 
they act like everybody in Turning Point's lame and boring. No. The people, the students, the boots on the ground, the people that are actually putting the hard work in on the campuses, those are your true populist, nationalist, conservative, whatever you want to call it, deplorables, you know, whatever it is. Those are your true heart people. Those are the people with the big hearts. I'll put I'll put something else in too. I, I you know, so so Charlie Kirk has his, um, he has his podcast now. I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Uh, and I think I I always think and it's like like if anybody wants to do their podcast, that's fine. I mean, we do one. I mean, we do it for the shits of shits and giggles of it. But like, you know, but like. I I think of of him doing that podcast. I'm like, well, it takes a lot. They, they they've put a lot of time and effort into that podcast, and that's time and effort that could that be time and effort that could be spent elsewhere. Yes, right. Like that could be spent. You know, is that is are those resources that could be spent in other areas? Is that time that could be spent in other areas? Um, because that sound that that sounds safe to me. Like instead of going to schools and doing the tours and stuff like that, you know, you're playing it a bit more safe. You know, you're playing even, even, even um, when he was touring the campuses recently, it's like they he really hasn't done too much interaction with the crowds. Like I noticed that like, like he'll like like some of the Q and A's would be like off stage. Of, they're they're stage. Yeah. Like yeah. look, I was at them. They vetted questions. They got questions from Twitter. Yeah. I mean, some of them he was good about, uh, where he would, um, you know, make sure like people lined up and he answered questions, and you were allowed to have an open mic. But yeah. it is very safe. Yeah, and that just yeah. annoys me. And I understand yeah. it from some angles, but like, it's, it's too much. It's conservative. No, it's that conservative is football. Off. That pissed me off when he did that at the one at yeah. Penn State, and I, yeah. and I really can't forgive that dude for that because he called it campus clash. We want to, you know, like the whole idea was, hey, we're going to have people from differing viewpoints, you know, talk about, it and we'll shoot them down, you know. But at least he'd still give them the option. Then one guy, he didn't want to go deal with Twitter, and he just tried to go up and ask him. He treated him like he was, you know, doing something terrible. Like, no, you advert, like he's false advertising. Yeah. You know, Charlie Kirk, you know, flatly said, like, in the advertisements, at least, it was like, hey, you know, this could be Campus Clash, but it was all, like, softball questions. I'm surprised none of, like, the Groyper people, like, brought that clip up when they were challenging Charlie Kirk and, quote-unquote, exposing him, um, you know, for basically being disingenuous about some things or being hypocritical. And that's the thing. It's like, look... I was a chapter president. I loved our club. I loved what we did. But I run into this in some other areas too that I can talk about another day. There again, when you're the boots on the ground, these people, like I guess you could say on the bottom of the totem pole, are the legit people. The further you go up, the more gatekeepery and like controlling and safe and it gets like it's just it's really frustrating because look we had a successful event probably the most interesting controversial and fun speaking event ever at penn state with sargon of cod 
it was a massive success. Lots of people came out, and we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of press. We had controversy like you'd never seen at that campus, you know, since like Sandusky, um, which is controversy for a bad reason, um, of course. But this was for a good cause. But the point being, they told us not to do that. They even told us we shouldn't do that. And we're almost about to say you can't do that. But we were lucky we kind of slipped through the cracks and they didn't see our request until much later. And we were like, oh, well, we've already got it booked and ready to go. And so they were like, fine, you can do it. You know, it's kind of like they, they kind of were forced to let it happen in a way, which has happened with speaking events in the past with them, I've heard. Um, cause they vet all the speakers that come, which I understand to some extent, but kind of goes against what they're saying. Well, I mean, we, we also played our cards right too. So, I mean, we did, but we also were accidentally right in some ways. I, I mean, I don't know. I think cause we did look, we, we did a lot of, I mean, there was, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of quick decisions that had to be made. Oh yeah. But there was all but there was also a lot of planning that was made too. Like there's it was it's like it that planning a lot of that planning that we did put us in a situation to where the, when those quick decisions happened, we were able to act, to respond better than if we didn't. Like if we didn't make those plans. Like if we did make the necessary plans available and you you were a big reason look you and, and this is your your hard work and planning set that up and like i i i just i'm not sure um like with, with like going back to the um going back to the questions like the softball questions that's conservative football that's running the ball in the fourth quarter mm. To not to avoid turning the ball over versus actually trying to get the first downs, trying to move the ball and win the game. Like, you know, it's and that's how you, you lose. The, most of the time, when people do that, they lose the game. That's mm-hmm. how the 49ers lost the Super Bowl. Like they were up 2010 in the fourth quarter, right? And this is the say. And and going back to the political side of things, look, this is like if you. If you're if you're playing it safe in the fourth quarter, with less than a hundred, less than a hundred days until the election, right? Don't be surprised if Joe Joe Biden ends up winning this election. Okay, and I and none of us want that. Like obviously, none of us want that. Oh, for the love of fuck, nobody wants that. Uh, but uh, but look, if you play, if you don't go out there if you don't go out there if you don't get aggressive if you don't go out there and vote could happen could Mm. happen yeah that's true and the thing is like it seems like there are always these the people that are taking risks are the people that are winning in the streets here like I just look turning point is it is in many ways a great organization because you have a lot of money, posters, buttons. You know, they can help you with shit. They can send Don Jr. to your campus. Like, they can do a lot of cool shit. But they they are hurting their own potential and limiting themselves with all the stuff they do. It's uh, the, the sort of um, 
I'm trying to find a good word for it because like gatekeeping is such a overused word and it's not really just that it's more of um it's playing soft and like I guess soft is a way to put like they're very soft for a lot of things and they're out of touch like I said so you get this shit that nobody cares about like when they throw out Benny Johnson or, or these people I'm like who is this guy like nobody knows nobody cares <laughs> And they allow people like Benny and Rob Smith, who are ex-leftists, um, apparently, but really aren't. Benny uh, got fired from BuzzFeed for plagiarizing multiple times. It was like 30 or 40 or 50 times, which is insane. One time is one thing, but like 40 sometimes. There's something wrong here. Um, and Rob Smith used to be on CNN bashing Trump. Like, these people aren't for real. And that's my problem. It's like, I, I just... They're doing... To me, that's like, they're doing they're doing the same thing that the left is... They, they went and did the same thing that they're accusing the left of doing. You know, because it's like, you're, you're getting these personalities. Instead of them being talented, these are like identity politics figures. Like, oh, what makes them so great? Well, they were... This guy was a leftist. Or... Yeah. With Rob, like with Rob Smith. Oh, this guy's a gay conservative. Whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Um, or mm-hmm. like, they, like they went into the, they they went into the identity politics thing, which is a left move, right? That is a move of the left. And instead of going for the talent, instead of going for the Candace Owens, instead of going for these other in, like individuals that are that are putting themselves out there and going after the, you know. Um, going after leftists at these college campuses and getting more aggressive, like this, yeah, and you know this, biting them in the ass. Candace left. A lot of other people have left. Um, and the other thing too is that these, when you want to play identity politics, or let me put it this way, when you want to fight it, if you want to actually fight it, you need to go like the Milo route by trolling them. By being everything that they should be and fucking with them and being the counter to that. And with Milo is great at it. What you do, like, yeah, Milo is great at it too. Like, what, and what, I'm like, and he trolls. He's great at trolling too. Like, he's great. He's great at it. And you know, you're great at it when you use their energy against them. Right. Yeah. So it's like uh it's like uh you know like judo and karate right they're teaching you how to use somebody's own weight against them or their own momentum against them whatever this is literally what what milo does he takes he takes what he takes the energy the nasty energy from the nasty leftists and he uses he flips it and uses it against them that's what makes it that's what made him so good at these campuses and and that's and it's just like no like nobody wants a thing to do with Milo because nobody like like people are playing it safe. But you know, and that's the thing. Look. It's like you gotta stop this crap. Like and defend your own. Like what Matt Gates was saying when he endorsed Loomer. He said, "We need <clears throat> to defend our own, especially when they've done nothing wrong. If they've made a little mistake, but they've you know they fixed it, they've rebound from it. Great." stick together second chances but these people that they they're afraid to touch have legit done 
Nothing. Wow, like, what has Loomer done that's wrong? Nothing. Milo. Yeah, maybe he said some stuff a little poorly worded, and you may have gotten the wrong idea from it, but he didn't do anything wrong. Okay? Like, with that, he was talking about his own experiences. Like, mm -hmm. come on, dude. And they, they smeared it as pedophilia, but he never talked about sexual relationships. It was only a relationship in terms of, as he put it, more like a father-like sort of older mentory sort of figure that was lacking in his life it wasn't like they were banging i thought he said he got fucked in the ass by a priest or something well that's a different thing the the, the thing that got him in trouble was when he said when they when people said they well okay let me put it this way the headlines read milo condones pedophilia milo supports pedophilia but that's not what he said what he said was some relationships for a gay individuals with older men can be beneficial and he was describing a relationship not sexual but a like a i guess you could say blurs the line between friend and romantic but you know some sort of relationship with another man um that gave him guidance if that makes yeah. sense i mean i mean there's there's context like there's context to be made in that description like the description he gave but this is the, this is this is the, these are the tactics that the left used. So what you have like is the system, and nothing's changed since then. You have these these leftists that do these very violent, like not violent, but like they have these very uh, dirty these dirty tactics where they you know they clip out these you know they clip out these uh, clips that are taken way out of co grossly out of context well and with him it wasn't the left that was saying that yeah, it was, that was the right the establishment right. Well, there's the reagan battalion on fucking twitter who did that shit yep Fuck. dead president fucking using the name of like a dead person that boomers give a shit about mm -hmm. you know it's like that fucking lincoln project <laughs> oh we gotta deep dive into that uh later in the show but you know this is again the problem I just keep persistently seeing is this this click of elitist I don't even want to use the word conservative, but elites that are controlling the right. You know, they it's so frustrating because these people are in powerful, high up their positions, and you get them like the Reagan Battalion uh clip of Milo was I know Ben Shapiro had some involvement with that. Like, because he saw Milo's competition. And he, I don't know specifically how, but I've heard he has been, he helped them take Milo out. Or try to, I should say. So, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, uh, that, that's just, it's a shame. Like, you're, you're like attacking you're attacking your allies you know with with friends like these who needs enemies yeah exactly you know, it's, it's a right like we, they constantly do that you know if trump didn't have all these like anti-trumpers in like when he first got into office you know we could have got some actual good legislation done we could have repealed and replaced obamacare you know but they didn't want to do it they did not want to do it. there was a bunch of anti-trump cuck republicans and now it's too late because they lost control of the house. Yep. 
you know that's why 2020 is so critical like you have these republicans who aren't even republican like I don't know if we need like stronger like whips in fucking the the house because obviously they don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know, I think that like Paul Ryan guy probably had something to do with it. That dude looked fucking soulless, and he, he was an establishment shell. He was with Mitt Romney, remember? Yeah, that piece of shit. That tells you everything. Um, I want to quickly show these tweets though, and we can maybe dive into that sort of shit because we were discussing that earlier. But this is why I love, 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 love Trump. He knows Loomer's victory, and he basically endorsed her. He said, great going, Laura. You have a great chance against Pelosi Puppet. I mean, and then he just didn't stop. He went on like a tweet storm about her. He tweeted out a National Pulse article that Raheem Kassam tweeted saying, Laura Loomer delivers stunning primary victory in Trump's voting district. Tweet out Breitbart article, Laura Loomer claims victory in congressional, in Florida congressional primary. And then finally, I think this was the last. Oh, no, there are two more. Jesus. <laughs> Majority Taylor Green for Congress from uh, Georgia said, Congratulations, Laura Loomer, on her primary win. Now, Twitter should reinstate her account at Jack. Has a picture of her. Trump retweeted that. And finally, Trump retweeted a tweet from his favorite congressman, Matt Gates, saying, Vote Laura Loomer for Congress today. That's why I love people like Matt Gates. Like, he, he endorsed her, stood by her. I mean, just fantastic. Like, need more of him. You need more of her. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> yeah, so it's fantastic. Um, So we were... Actually, do you want to talk about the band thing real quick, or do you want to go dive deep into the Lincoln Project? Uh, let's talk about... Um, you know, let, let's go into the Lincoln Project, because... You know, oh, a that's nice a rabbit story. hole. Yeah, so that that fucking group, which is complete astroturf from a bunch of elitist Republicans, is basically trying to go and undermine Trump and any sort of grassroots Republican effort to try and clean house so that the only people who get into the Republican Party are unelectable pieces of establishment garbage like Mitt Romney, Paul Ryan, and um, who is uh, the old guy? Kasich. Oh, McCain. Yeah, like that. That's a that's the sort of Republican that the Lincoln Project wants, and they go and masquerade with this name, you know, in the name of some like dead Republican president that like most Republicans, you know, agree with. It's like, oh, you know, we're the Reagan Battalion today. We're the fucking Lincoln Project tomorrow. And it's like, who the fuck are you actually? And so we did a little bit of diving into it. You can go and see who's donating to this. It's a bunch of these venture capital firms and a bank capital. Which Mitt Romney had a lot of had a big hand. I think he was yeah. Like, bank capitals on here. When I first saw that, I laughed my ass off. Like, of course. Yeah, it was. I, I think Mitt Romney owns that company, or he owned or had a significant like capital. Part. Yeah, that was what that was one of Mitt Romney's companies that like basically wrecked Ma Massachusetts or something like some like, something along those lines. It's one of those companies like that's how they go. They'll like buy up companies and then they'll like basically yeah. strip all the assets from them yeah. and make them like go bankrupt in a few years. That's that's like how yeah. you see all these like things happen where these like seemingly decent companies end up just like completely going bankrupt in a couple of years. I'm on their Wikipedia page and can confirm their founder was Bill Bain and Mitt Romney. Imagine if it had Romney's name in it instead of Mr. Bain's. 
Yeah, with a name like Bane Cup, you think it'd be like some badass No, it's like some super cucky, like. Well, actually, it is kind of like a super villain company. You know what? I, yeah, because they, they just destroy businesses. Like, it is like the, the capitalism that mm-hmm. people complain about. Like, when you see socialists complain about, complain about capitalism, it's like these sorts of people, you know, running these corporations into the ground and really contributing very little other than to uh, whoever owns them and, like, their dividends. Dude, this is crazy. I'm on the investments gallery at the bottom here. You, this is crazy how whose fing, you know how many fingers they have in big companies. They invested in Staples in '86, which I think was another Romney uh, gig in some ways. I forget his uh, his like history of that. Sports Authority, they invested in in '87. They acquired Guitar Center in 2006. Acquired Hospitable Corporation of America. Acquired uh, Jimbori acquired iHeartMedia, acquired uh, Houghton Mifflin, acquired DNA Holdings, acquired Domino's Pizza, invested in the Weather Channel, acquired Burger King, acquired DIC, acquired Sealy, acquired Brookston, oh, I'm almost done, acquired Burlington Coat Factory, and acquired Dunkin' Donuts. Yep. They're those like it's this like shadowy organization that just goes and like buys a bunch of random stuff and basically strips them of all their assets and then like dumps into one company so they end up going bankrupt. Yeah, that's how these sort of things work. Like I'm pretty sure. Do they have like a controversy section? Because I'm sure there's a fucking controversy. Like it, it fucking deserves one unless they had like the fucking battalion or whoever go and destroy it. <laughs> there was a section that says appraisals and critiques. Um, Bank Capital's approach of applying consulting expertise to the companies invest in became widely copied within the private equity industry. Um, In 2009 book, Buyout of America, John Cosman described Bank Capital as notorious for its failure to plow profits back into its businesses, being the first large private equity firm to derive a large fraction of its revenue from corporate dividends and our distributions. I'm trying to find the shit that they were talking about during the election, because I remember... It was under a lot of scrutiny, and like that was a big deal when Romney was running. Yeah, they're one of the first companies that basically blew up, blew up companies to like basically raise the stock prices and then pull it out, like, and then just destroy, leaving a path of just absolute nastiness behind with these companies that they acquire. Um, now everybody like 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 now their their praise they're like oh this is a model that everybody uses now it's like is that a good thing mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's like because i mean you you talk about um i i what there's there's a there's a pharmaceutical company that i'm thinking of that like that does shit like that too it's valiant pharmaceuticals that was oh it. yeah like where they bought where they bought these pharmaceutical companies stripped them of their r&d and jacked up the meta the the meta the the pills like jacked up the pill prices to like balloon up their pockets and then you know like it's like wow this is the reason why there's so many like shit like this is why so many people are against capitalism you know it's one of the reasons because they see 
and they think that this is like how the fucking you know economy should work and that this is about like you know typical capitalist behavior but no this is crony capitalism yeah this is like capitalism this is like people abusing the fucking system and just like they're they're fucking vampires you know they're just sucking the blood out of these like previously healthy companies and just like being complete like leeches of society now 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 alex uh so what you're saying is you're not really so what you're saying is you're not really conservative i i am i'm against these elitists and you know their misuse of like the whole idea of this lincoln project you you, just the name is like oh you know there's some sort of like grassroots organization oh yeah you know that's cool lincoln he's a cool guy he you know freed everybody likes lincoln it's trying to be that sort of thing like how could you disagree with us we're the lincoln project yes now now this is cheap my thing is so and and i and and yes alex i was completely fucking with you with that question (laughs) but um but this my my problem is it's not really capitalism like it's like stuff like bain capitalism it's not really capitalism you're using like because you're talking about a a political like people using insider information and political influence to maneuver maneuver their way into certain companies and certain you know investments uh that that's essentially cheating first i i always believed that like i personally believe that if you are in politics you should not be allowed to invest in anything because you serve the people you're not you know your job is to serve the people and it's gotten so bad like it's got dc's gotten so bad where they're not even where they're not even it's not even against the law to sell stock in the middle of a global pandemic like you had a couple of people you had had a couple politicians that were selling stock like to take advantage of their own personal interests via the the global pandemic and and it's really like it's very shystery stuff and and to me in my opinion that is not capitalism yeah, that's insider fucking trading. That's basically what they do. You know, like what other com- like there was a bunch of those companies, like all these like hedge funds and like who was that? Like these venture capitalist firms that do the same sort of shit that mm-hmm. Bain Capital does. Like that was most of who I saw investing in this Lincoln project. Oh, the Russian government. Oh, that's that's funny. You know, that that, that destroys the left's narrative that you know Trump is a Russian asset. And why the fuck are Russians trying to go and you know they're funding this shit? Uh yeah, I, right when I were they funding? What'd you say they were funding? The Lincoln Project? Yeah, well, the, Russian... the co-founder was a literal foreign agent for Russia. Not making this up. Cernovich tweeted this out. He was the one that broke this. It's such a I remember when he sent this out, it's such a killer find. Um John Weaver, who's a guy that co founded the Lincoln Project, was a Russian agent. Yes, and the left. I do not hear CNN talking about <laughs> this. I don't see MSNBC. I don't see John Lamont. I don't see just you know, John Lamont. Yeah, whatever that. John Lemon. John Lamont. Yeah, close enough. I I don't give a shit enough about him to really. Me neither. 
Yeah, when I, when I see him, it makes me think of like putting a fucking lemon in my mouth. <laughs> I'm, my sure has, like that. I'm, I'm sure he has a couple lemons in his mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Tries to lemon up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why not and, all three? And there goes every chance we have of getting monetized. Yeah, after that terrorist joke, I think that already did us in. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, which was worth it which was worth it just saying from cnn who who does the stuff up the like the one guy um the, the really big anti-trump like gay dude on cnn like every guy in cnn alex <laughs> uh, yeah, but no you're like, thinking no, of anderson he, cooper yeah yeah that, that motherfucker team would talk about like cia well, no, like he, he's related to, I think it was like the Carnegie's or something. He's, it was like one or the oh, band. Yeah. I wish, I wish I had, by the way, I wish I had a list. They, there was a list, uh, like during, like when Bush was president and they were, there were, there were all the wars that were going, those wars that were going on. You had a whole bunch of Democrat politicians that were like investing. They were like investing in war stocks, like, <laughs> like military companies that like yeah i i was like it's disgusting like it's so disgusting and i i just like this is what's this is what's wrong this is what's wrong and and then and people want to blame oh this is what this is what happens when you have an evil capitalist society it's like no that's not capitalism that's cheating that's insider trading that's fucking cheating well, did you guys, I posted this tweet about the Lincoln Project in our uh, server. They had a tweet out that said, you can't make this shit up. And I have uh, some awful jokes for it, though. People like at Jack Posobiec think they are good Catholics. Wrong. Joe Biden is a real Catholic. <laughs> no, he's not. He fucking. Oh, Jesus. You cannot be a Catholic in good faith and, you know, fight for abortion. Like, that. that is. There is a Catholic doctrine. I, well, I, he hasn't sniffed any little boys' hair, so I don't think he's a real Catholic either. But. Well, to, to be fair, you know, with the sniffing, like, children's hair, you know, that's probably. Yeah, yeah but they're women. They're women. They're not boys. Uh, You'd be surprised. There was a priest a while ago who was like caught using a nunnery as like a fucking his personal sex <laughs> in like Mexico. <laughs> like it, it, it is disturbing. He was like banging all these like nuns. Like, and, you know, it's not funny. Like he was actually like raping people and stuff. So, like you know, what the fuck. It's not that the boy. like that. That's a, that's a real. That's a misconception. They, you know, they're equal opportunity. You know, they don't discriminate. You know, little boys, little girls, really? older boys, grannies. You know, they don't care. <laughs> Some of them. I'm, and to be clear, I'm not laughing at the rape. I'm just laughing at just how wacky the Catholic Church can be, and well, the weirdest fair, stuff they can get into. To be fair, they molest less people than public school teachers. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. Or, or Joe Biden. By significant. Then, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, let's move on here. You really want to get us banned, don't you? Yeah. I mean, it'd be worth it. There's more to this tweet, though. Posobiec thinks scripture matters. No, it's, it is in what's in the soul, and Joe is oh, full of soul food. Oh, he loves African Americans. What? This real? <laughs> is this a real? There's no way this is a real tweet. No way. 
I need like to check to make sure this is actually the legit account because I'm actually wondering now. At link. At oh project. no, it's a parody one. Shit. Yeah. But I see, know. but see. Say, wait a second. You know. <laughs> that can't be fucking real. But uh, but, I got pretty far, and we all believed it. That tells you something. You know, you could see him tweeting out that first bit. You could see it. Hey, there's some good. Hey, there's some good parody accounts on Twitter. There's that I like. There's the mini AOC one. Yeah. They're, they're, she she usually gives a couple of good tweets. Didn't like Democrats like start like death threatening the like little girl who's like, like weren't they doxing yeah, her? Like, yeah, they 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 were like do, they were trying to dox her and shit. Like, what the hell is wrong with these people? It's like, first off, it's a joke, okay? If you can't take a joke, if you can't take the heat, get the hell out of the kitchen. But, like, you know, you know you're crazy when you're about to dox a fucking child because they don't agree with, they don't agree with the fucking thing They did that shit to him. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they, the, the fucking Nicholas Salmon, like, uh -huh. trying to we well, need to get him on at some point. Like, I'd love to go and talk to that dude. Yo, yeah. See, I really want the radio show back. So that's when we really yeah. had the draw. Oh, you yeah. get the fucking radio show back, then you play like Enter Sandman by like Metallica. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I would so do that. -na -na -na. And then Nick Sandman comes in. It's Nick Sandman. Holy shit. It gotta be funny. I, I, now, see, I, we should play a game actually. Which is like parody or nah, parody or real. This is another tweet um, from maybe the Lincoln Project or maybe the parody one. It says Joe Biden's sister cherishes him. Parody or not? I don't know. Like that—that that just doesn't seem really out there. Like, is—is is there like a picture of like sister like sucking his cock or something? <laughs> is it like one of those families? No. <laughs> It is a real tweet from the real Lincoln Project, which is still a bit weird, but it's about because they just dumped some like voicemail from like the Washington Post of Marianne Trump, like talking about Trump. It's like some not voicemail, but oh, secretly record audio released by the Washington Post where Trump's sister says someone took his SATs for him. Now, of all the things to like hit Trump on, to me, that's like the lowest thing because everybody hates the SATs. And I think everybody kind of feels for Trump on that one. Be like, yeah, if I had the money, I would do that too. I don't give a fuck if someone took his fucking <laughs> college test for him like 50 fucking years ago. Like, who really cares? I know. It's stupid. Like, you know, yeah, sure, you know, it's not a good thing. But, like, so what? Like, at least Trump doesn't go up and, like, sniff, like, little children's hair and, like, bite his wife's finger in public and you know call like say extremely racist things multiple times to the black community and then have a shit-eating grin about it and thinks that's okay while also claiming that trump's the first racist president which is wrong on so many fucking levels like even if even if he was fucking racist like you know how many actual like slave owners were presidents how many like actual like diehard racists were presidents LBJ. You know, oh, oh, God, <laughs> Lord, 
you had uh shit you know who else did we have over there like who's that guy from like the the fucking woodrow wilson he was in the kkk like he he revived the wait KKK. what yeah woodrow <laughs> wilson yeah i did not know that yeah he helped like he was also the one who played that like uh you know, it was the like the birth of a nation. Yeah. yeah he was in the White House, and he was like the Grand Wizard in like the Ku Klux Klan, which. Well, like, I'm, uh, I'm, this... I gotta fact check that because I'm not seeing that. Oh, he was look, a look supporter up. of the Ku Klux Klan, which is still pretty mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Like, well, no, he led to the revival of it because back when he was in there, like, it did not exit like it was like so fucking on the downturn then he brought to the national stage like only people in the fucking south jesus he was definitely a supporter which is fucking crazy to know that a sitting u.s president was a wait say i guess he's not wait why did i say sitting that's stupid um a president of the united states was a supporter of the clan um and resurrected the clan oh my god yeah, there's a book on it. Yeah, he, yeah, he did like a lot of stuff too. Like he was this historian, and he, you know, spread a lot of like memes that stuck around for a while that were like probably, you know, interesting, you know, historically, like in a in a bad way. Like he he did a lot of really bad shit. Uh, you know, you had the other ones who actually owned slaves. You know, like they're. Like even fucking like even their namesake like Lincoln like he he did not like black people at all. Yeah. Like, he well, wanted to let's, let's, fucking Liberia because he didn't want them in America. By the way, did Alyssa Milano? She, I guess she praised. Uh, I guess she praised Woodrow Wilson for signing the in 1916 signing the. Uh, law establishing the national park service oh my god uh which is hey very nice no it's I mean, good total total totally left out the whole birth of the nation thing and the whole ku klux klan thing but yeah that freaking national park service thing was dynamite right uh-huh. yeah he, he was one who invented the 14 points <laughs> <laughs> wait what and like actually like the 14 points he was one that actually did that not not the 1488 thing but like the actual 14 oh points. that's right that's right yeah because that's what that dude on our show said yeah, that, was, that was that was a fucking for the og listeners <laughs> like there's none on right now so. that was a classic real news moment live on air that made us all lose our shit oh my god that was before your time phil i need to send you that clip it was we were dying. <laughs> that was when we were having audio issues too, which I literally could have fixed by just hitting a button, but I didn't know at the time. And so we were on delay with Vince there at the time, and you were in studio, Alex. And we were like, we'd have this guy speak, and then we would speak, and then he would speak, and then we would speak. Because he was like in the car or something, like listening to us while like asking his question, and we couldn't, he couldn't, um, I forget how it was working, like the delay. It was really weird how that delay was working. I think. What was that? Wasn't like a five-second delay so that if you need to dump it? No, it was different. There was something weird going on with that particular delay. Like it was something else where like 
I think he could. Oh, he couldn't hear. Oh, that's what it was. He couldn't hear us. So he had to use the radio coming out of the speakers in his car to hear us, but we could hear him. Bless you. Bless you. Okay. Oh, three round bursts. There we go. What was that? Three round bursts. There you go. <laughs> Usually my bursts are longer. But that was a three round burst. Get your mind out of the gutter, Sean. Um but anyway, the Lincoln Project. Uh we went down the Woodrow Wilson rabbit hole. This is a article that tells you everything you need to know about the Lincoln Project and why it exists. This is from the New York Post, and there's a stupid ad behind the headlines. So you can barely read it. Lincoln Project co-founder met with Trump for campaign rule in 2016, but, but Trump never hired him and called him, where is it? It's something funny. Um, let's see. One source said Schmidt thought the president was the best candidate he had ever seen, blah, blah, blah. But things quickly soured when Trump thought Schmidt's ideas were bad and that the big Apple real estate mogul left the meeting with a feeling that Schmidt was very untrustworthy and a total idiot. <laughs> so Trump called him a total idiot. The president was very turned off by the fact that Schmidt had turned on McCain, his former boss, for the money. And Schmidt did not initially return. So the guy is basically out for money. That's all he's about. Yeah, he's a fucking, you know, paid fucking hit. Like, show. Yeah, paid show. Paid show. Literally a paid show. And uh, with the Cernovich thread, uh, the other founder, Weaver, is a Russian agent. Project Lincoln, now Project Lenin, co founder, was registered as a foreign agent for Russia in 2019. And oh my God! Guess who will? Guess what this headline says right here too? Kasich advisor will lobby against potential Russian sanctions. John Weaver has been a top strategist for the Kasich campaign. Ooh. It's all connected. So you didn't even talk about Kasich. Holy shit! Hungry, hungry Kasich is yeah. So Kasich's strategist was a Russian agent in 2019. You can't make this stuff up. But Trump's the Russian one. Yep, it's all projection. All projection. Yeah, I wonder if Kasich was the one that actually got like pissed on in Moscow. <laughs> I don't think he, you know, I could kind of see that happening, non-ironically. Well, he got shit on because he he's hungry. What? Maybe he got shit on instead. <laughs> he was hungry. Uh, yeah, remember when he would do that where he'd like be eating food and he'd like do these interviews? It's like, what are you doing? And yeah. then he was at the the, the yeah the Kasich a lifelong Republican quote unquote spoke at the Democrat National Convention, and he does this stupid shit where he's like, "We're at a crossroads," and he's standing at a crossroads like, "Do you get it, guys? We're at a crossroads here. You have a choice, and there's a visual representation to that because I am not creative." Yeah, fuck you, Kasich. Go and eat a fucking hot dog, you piece of shit. Yeah, absolutely awful. Yeah, traitor. Like he said in the chat, he's just a traitor. He's a total traitor. Oh, good. Oh, we have someone in the chat? No? Do we? Oh, 
D oh, oh we have a, we have a gamma Apex. here. Apex. What's up, fellas? What's going on? It's been a while. How have you been? Oh, yeah, man. How you guys doing? Good. Yeah, you know, it's, uh... Good. Sorry I'm late. I was uh, talking shit in Sammy's uh, chat. You should right. be sure behind me. No problem, man. We're just talking shit on John Kasich. I think. Oh, what's, what's he up to? He's going to the DNC and he's bitching about Trump. Oh. Yeah. He's, he's a uh... cuck. He's a show. <laughs> he's a cuck. I, was, he's I mean, a rhino. the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, it reminds me there was a certain college Republican president who was very, very happy about supporting John Kasich. Oh, wow. Which one may that be, Alex? Can you give us a hint? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know. <laughs> I'm sensing uh, some tension here. It's going to be the last straw, I tell you what. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, definitely yeah. sensing a little tension here. Can I get nah. some lower background here? Got, uh, yeah, we we had uh, we had the. Well, there's a long know. history of college Republican presidents who were complete cucks and and, and pro-establishment. That and is Trump. why I needed a hint. Yeah, because I mean, there's only one major one that I don't even really know about. I mean, the other one I haven't really spoke to him in a while. He worked. For that, uh, well, what's that like scam organization you must joined with like the teachers where they'd like basically make you work in like shitty schools? Oh, yeah, what was that? Teach, I think it was Teach for America. Was that it? Yeah, yeah, he ended up working for there and he got like woke after <laughs> working there. And it's like, come on, dude, you're like the most prototypical like college Republican frat boy. Now you're like pretending that you care about all these inner city problems. Like, okay, buddy. Yeah, okay. That is that's... Mason too. Mason. And I, I'm not even making this up. I went over to his house once and I saw Mason paraphernalia around and I asked his dad about that. I was like, Oh yeah, you're Mason. I was like, Nope. <laughs> you should have said yes. and see what happened. Uh, he probably would do some like strange, like, sign or something and then they'd like throw me in the basement like i don't know what the fuck Mason gag said. you with like a ball gag and like yo tie you upside down the numbers mason <laughs> oh god i was talking to my girlfriend about somebody that she knew that was a mason i forget the lore behind what she told me but it was something funny like that they would do or like something i was like oh boy another mason um I wonder if all the college Republicans are like Masons. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some <laughs> shit like that going on that's behind the secret society. Yeah, that's it's it's totally true. Like they're all the same sort of like elitist society. Well, no, there's like maybe one I could see who wouldn't be a Mason because he just he he didn't like Trump, but I, at least he wasn't like super elitist. I know who you're thinking of. Yeah, I'd like a. We were like when I was going to find the mate, like the Mason guy's house. Like we were, I was in a car with someone else, and we were just like bullshitting for like five hours because the dude couldn't find his own way to his own fucking house. <laughs> and told us not to go and use Google Maps. We're like okay, we ended up driving around a circle for like two and a half hours. Was he fucking Amish? Oh, we can't use smartphones, guys. And he's like, oh, I know it. Got don't worry, I got it. I got fucking pissed. And I like did a burnout somewhere. I was, I was upset. <laughs> Wait, you did a burnout? Yeah, I was pissed. I like turn around. 
Skirt. That's funny. Oh, God. Freemasonry, the teachers and practicing of the secret fraternal, men only. You notice it's always like men only. Order of free and accepted masons, the largest worldwide secret society. Wow. It's a patriarchy, bro. Literally. I think, I think they had like a yeah, woman right. or something. Freemasonry evolved from the guilds of stone masons and cathedral builders of the Middle Ages. You know how fucking like bizarre that sounds. That started from that. Because when I hear masons, I think of like a of, like a mason, like yeah, like a literal stone worker, right? Yeah, like well, that's who they are. Sims like masons. They're yeah, but they know, aren't that now. Yeah, they they started from people that built churches and cathedrals. Yeah, like, hundreds of years ago, and now they're. They they just they call themselves masons, which is brick workers, but they they don't work with bricks. They just well, no, they but see, like, think philosophically. They might not be building like churches and like buildings, but they are building society. You know, through their oh, bullshit, well, I, through I, their I secret, they, through their they, secret actions and choices and decisions. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Yeah, they. I think they used to work with bricks, but Antifa took their bricks. <laughs> no, they delivered them to Antifa. I was just going to say they delivered them. Yeah. Like, I could see it. I mean, they're one of the weirder secret societies because it's not like, like with Bohemian Grove, for example, like you, you kind of have a, I don't want to say like a, you know what goes on there, but like you have an idea of like, ooh, this, this happens like every year. The Masons, I don't know what the fuck they do. Like, uh, from what I understand, like, there's different levels. So if you're, like, the low level, like, a lot of people can join it, but, like, once you start getting to, like, the, the 32nd degrees when, like, apparently the real weird shit happens, then you go into, like, the Master Lodge, and, and then you start, like, networking with really high-up people, allegedly. Uh, there's, like, yeah. a for it a while back. <laughs> Isn't it? Th isn't thirty fourth the thirty four the highest degree? It's something like that we know of. They maybe they have some other like stupid degrees. And you know, Shriners like the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. You know that's run by Masons. Jesus Christ. Like, that's like the sh like if you look at that that fez that's a that's a Mason, that's a Mason uh, symbol. What? <laughs> like. Actually... I actually personally know uh, a gentleman. Uh, he's 83 years old now. He's a close family friend who is a Mason and has been for most of his life. And he claims the, I, I, I'm, it's been a while since I've spoke to him about it. It's either 33rd or 32nd. It's like the, whatever is right underneath that you can get to. And uh, it was told to me in confidence, but he's got, you know, uh, some credentials that I can't really quantify because I don't know what the fuck they mean, but they they all seem very mysterious. And this old man, uh, again, who is a family friend and has been for basically my whole life, has confided in me, not like not told me any secrets, but just how strange it is and how strange it would be because I've asked him, like, what, what, what even is masonry? What, like, what does that mean? It's like, well, it's, you know, it started as a general description of, you know, men that get together and discuss, you know, things. Uh, and, you know, the older I got and asked more questions and uh, the older he got and 
is seemingly either didn't care as much or again I, I it's not like i heard any real nitty-gritty but it just the the way in which he described the weirdness to it uh gave me some some vibes that uh i don't I don't think I'll ever really forget, but I can't really quantify either because, I, again, I didn't get any details. Uh, but And I can't even verify that this man is what he says other than all the, uh, you know, things with Mason logos on it, uh, you know, uh, letterheads and um, uh, jackets and weird fucking attire and shit like that. How do you spell uh, that hospital, Alex? Shriners, like S H R I N E R S, like that's I believe that's one of the degrees you can get. So they have like a Scottish right, and I think like Shriners was another right. Or... First thing that comes up is not Shriners Hospital, but Shriners Mason. Yeah, see, yeah, that's they own the hospital, and they oh, use. Oh, their... you're talking about the the symbol of that like little hat thing. Yeah, that like yeah, that's ho- that hospital is run by Masons. Oh my god! I see, like on some of these, like official, like these, um, like these staffers have these hats with these like little symbols on and shit. Oh my god! A Mason hospital. Well, yeah, like if you go into your town, I bet you'll find a fucking Mason lodge somewhere in there. Yeah, there's one near me. I just noticed it in Westchester. Like when you drive in, there used to be this like, or I'd always see this like sign with like a symbol. I was like, oh, what's that? And then I, when I was driving with um, my girlfriend there last weekend, I was like, wait, fucking hey, that's a Mason symbol. And that's when we started talking about Masons. Dude, they're, they're everywhere. Like, even my parents sound like they don't live in a big, like, city or anything. But, like, there's a fucking Mason, Mason Lodge right down there. And it's, like, this big building. I don't even think they have any windows in it. You know? It's just strange. And they're all over the fucking country. And you won't even know what, like, if you don't look into this stuff, you'd never know what the fuck they are. You probably just think it's like, you know, uh, like the Moose Lodge or an Elk Lodge or something. Well, that's why I thought until you were literally the first person to bring it up to me in, in terms of, like, me understanding what it was. I bet maybe somebody had mentioned it before, but, like, I didn't know what the fuck a Mason was till you told me. And, like, how did they even get those road signs there? Like, you know, it's like any other attraction you know they they put it up there they talk to the they, they probably run the council they might you know i mean they, they're low level they probably don't do that much stuff it's probably just like any other frat most i don't think they do the drinking as much but it's more i, I think the lower levels from what i understand it's more like you know like a moose lodge or an elk lodge or maybe even like uh they have like a catholic version sort of thing it was like the knights of columbus Mm. but you know they're not nearly as secretive like i know i have friends in there but like from what i understand like to get in there you have to do this like weird ritual involving like the story of Hiram and abif which is some like ancient dude in egypt who got like stabbed in the back i think three times and he was like a mason or something i don't know i saw on like the history channel once and uh like it's some weird ritual and then once you start getting to the higher levels and like they have bigger lodges, especially in Europe, but I think there's probably some in America too, is when you start to see the really interesting stuff. Like your local lodge probably doesn't have anything that crazy going on. 
once you start getting into like the grand lodges and stuff is when you probably start to see the really crazy stuff go down nowadays women can be freemasons too oh progressive they probably can't get to the grandmaster level. Yeah. It's been subverted. It's, all, it's just been subverted. That's all. Like, <laughs> most people probably don't even, like, never even seen, like, the Grand Lodge, even, like, regular Masons. They've probably never been on the inside of those. I imagine those, very few people who do, and those who do are probably, like, well connected individuals. And I think, like, the Masons are the only one either. Like, they have a couple other ones. Like, I think, I forget the name of it, but it was, like, the Strange, like, something. It was, like, an old guild. It's, like, the Strange Love or Strange. Dr. Strange Love. Something weird like that. <laughs> oh, here we go. When did Freemasonry start? I'm, like, reading this article on it. Um, Are you thinking of. There's a long standing rumor that Freemasons are the same as the Illuminati. <laughs> and yeah, surprised me. What what do we think of the Illuminati? Is that actually a thing anymore? Or is that just a meme? I think it was probably a meme, but I think that they mean the Masons, but they couldn't say the Masons. Mm. <laughs> I think there's a number of secret societies like that and fraternal organizations that exist currently. You know, some of them could be religious in nature. Some of them could be, you know, fraternal. Some could be familial. Like, you know, you get, like, the Saudi royal. Like, they probably have a Middle Eastern version. And then you'll see, like, stuff like the Saudi royal family, a bunch of these other ones. And, like, the Bilderberg group, I think, is another one. Yeah. <clears throat> Famous Freemasons. Oh, boy. This is where the fun begins. And those are just ones you know of, too. Yep. George Washington, Paul Revere, Ben Franklin, Andrew Jackson. Franklin was one of the first. He became a grandmaster at the Philadelphia Lodge. Oh, shoot. That's right near you. Yeah. The symbol of free. Alex to break into the lodge. <laughs> yes. Dude, I would totally do it. Like, that sort of shit would, like, get me all giggity and, like, ooh... Like all excited and like, like I, I mean, getting into that shit would just be wild. I bet it's gonna be like eyes wide shut, like the Grand Lodges. Mm -hmm. I bet that's a shit. That's like all dudes. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Today, Freemasonry is undergoing a decline. Oh darn. The that lodges you know. are having a terrible time recruiting men. Most young men today don't accept these kind of distinctions, such as a place exclusively for men and places exclusively for women. I wouldn't say that's the reason, but okay. Oh, yeah, look at fucking frats. <laughs> yeah. Guys like guys and girls like girls. That's not going to change unless they want to fuck. Well, like, you, like, if you're a Catholic, you are not allowed to be a Mason. Like that. That's another. I like Catholicism a lot more now. Continue. I have this like good friend of mine. He was in this like pro-life and like anti-communist group. A little bit autistic, but like he's he's a really cool dude. But he would like he would like one of his rules. It was like you cannot be a Freemason if you want to join this group. <laughs> he was like base. Some pope issued some decree saying you cannot be a prac like a catholic in good faith and be a mason 
And I think they even had a political party in the United States for a little while that was like specifically against Freemasonry. Mm -hmm. It's a real problem back in the day. If they had a whole political party dedicated to getting rid of you, <laughs> you know, you know, you must be a fucking, you must have done something. The Masons helped build the National Cathedral in D.C. and the Statue of Liberty. Wait, I thought the Statue of Liberty was made by the French. Uh, it is, yes, but this article is saying, and I'm trying to, to see what they mean by this, but it's like doing this bunch of true or false shits on CBS. It says, Freemasons laid the cornerstone of America, while well, at least some of its most iconic structures, like the National Cathedral in Washington and the Statue of Liberty. Hmm. David Crockett was a Mason, so is Harry Houdini, Gerald Ford, Henry Ford, John Wayne, and Colonel Sanders. If you want to be a Mason, you can petition a local lodge for membership. You'll need to demonstrate good character and belief in some sort of supreme being. Oh, and in almost all lodges, it's men only. Well, Alex, you know what you gotta do now. I'm Catholic. I can't join this shit. Well, you're not Catholic now, are you? <laughs> I could do it. Mm. Yeah, Until they could. Google me. Infiltrate. Infiltrate it. Yes. Infiltrate. You need to make a right-wing version of, like, the fucking Masons. Yes. Is that kind of like... The, the Proud the, Boys. No, like the John Birch Society kind of was. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know a lot about them. They were like this anti-communist group, but I don't think they're really secretive. Speaking of Proud Boys, uh, back uh, on top. yeah, back oh. on the real shit. Um, they were trending on Twitter because they got into a fight with Antifa. And, oh, my God, we had a punch heard around the world part two. Did you see the video? No, I didn't see that. This was in Portland. I posted Good. in the general chat. I think it's the first video I posted near the end. I mean, the, the beginning of the video, they're, like, throwing this shit at this Antifa dude. I mean, Antifa throwing this shit at this Proud Boys dude. And then at <laughs> the end of it, this Proud Boy just fucking like knocks the guy out like one blow one punch man yes yeah yeah he, okay yeah I think <laughs> okay this is funny look at this do you have the stream going on your end yeah. Alex yeah I have the video I... yeah look at this video of these Antifa people like throwing these fucking like these um something, construction or... things like the, the cones the pylons He's like, huh, and he misses. Oh, and it stood upright. That's funny. I got to play that again. That is so funny. He, like, chucks this thing with all his might, this little pylon, and he's like, huh. He misses the Proud Boy, and it just it lands right back on its side, like how it's supposed to be. Oh, now they're hitting a Proud Boy with one of the pylons, and this probably, like, just punches the guy. It's coming up. See, so they're getting into a fight. They're going after their guy, and they're probably with that. Like, what? That's so fucking stupid. This is where the punch comes. Boom! Oh, he likes skips. Oh, he hit. Wait, was that chick? I can't tell. 
Marvel player and Tifa, you know, they might not be either or. Might be in between somewhere. Is that? I can't actually tell. Like, oh, God, he just took him, her out. Just boom. Then you get those conservatives on Twitter. They're like, I condemn the Proud Boys and Antifa. They're both bad. Uh, fucking Proud Boys are staying their ground. Good on them. Yep. Strong second. Yeah, it got pretty crazy. But the Proud Boys are kind of making a comeback right now. I, I'm afraid they're going to get into some more trouble again. And then the fucking people. It'd be nice if he could, because these are all done through like state courts. Yeah, that's a problem. Oh shit! They came into like a parking garage and they started destroying what was in the parking garage and like throwing. Where are they throwing shit at? Like the one guy throws at the fucking ceiling. Oh, they have their umbrellas again. Hey, what's up? Not much, gentlemen. We're just watching Proud Boys porn. Ooh. Yeah, did you I... see the the uh, Battle of Portland today? <laughs> no, what ha what happened? Proud Boys and Antifa were clashing in Portland, and there's like this fucking like brutal sucker punch. I think he hit a chick. This one Proud Boy. Um, it's in the general chat on our server. If you scroll up. It's the first video I posted from Andy No on Twitter. He, this guy just fucking clocks this one. Yeah, I think Masons took down Gamma. <laughs> yeah, we start talking about Masons and then Gamma mysteriously disappeared, coincidentally. Oh, you started talking about Freemasonry? Mm-hmm. Why well, I, I why well, started talking about Israel and oh, uh, Gamma got a little. That's uh, another one. <laughs> That's a buzzword. Well, I mean, I well, I mean, what can I say? I love Israeli chicks. Mm. So I love Benjamin. hot chicks from anywhere. Your sister ain't too bad. <laughs> Just kidding. What, <laughs> dude? I've what seen those photos. He, they ain't they ain't good. Fluffy film, fluffy film knows what I'm talking about. How awkward must that be during <laughs> Thanksgiving or something? When, like, Ben oh, Shapiro... Now we lost Phil. Great job, guys. Like, can you imagine how awkward that must be when, like, Ben Shapiro, like, goes for, like, Thanksgiving or, like, Passover or something. He sees his, like, sister there. He's like, I know, I know what you fucking look like. <laughs> disturbing ways because people keep sparing my fucking Twitter with it. He probably stares at her and he's probably like I wonder if she realizes what I realize right now and if she's thinking about the same thing I'm thinking about but I think of her and I look at her and I'm thinking about all the things that I see on the internet of her and how disturbing they are and how uh, what's the term that they use like when that's like not holy or not like Christian. Oh, not kosher. Yeah, well yeah it's, not, it's there's no one for kosher but it's like you know, that's probably what he's thinking about. That's haram. haram. Well, <laughs> well, well, well. She, she's not, she's not, she's not a doctor. I mean, you know, she, she she's not, she's not, a, she's not a doctor. Doctors mm. fuck. So. 
Yo, the, the Proud Boys had pepper spray. Yo, the Proud Boys had pepper spray and Antifa was using their umbrellas as shields. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is so fucking famous. <laughs> I, I the do Proud not. Boys have like fucking like plywood <laughs> shields. They spray each other with fucking pepper spray and super soakers. What the fuck is this? This is like a fuck. Holy shit, dude! This is this is like a fucking uh, kids like a, a fucking a fight. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do oh not see. Oh my god! I do. I do not. So I do not see how this is going to end well for the Proud Boys, though. I mean, but you know, fucking stand your ground, man. Yeah, I... <laughs> they're going after each other with super soakers and fucking pepper spray. What? What the fuck is this? So I have to ask you guys, what the fuck happened with Millie Weaver? Oh, yeah, that's an interesting one. So, oh my god, I need time to recover. <laughs> Are you seeing this? Yeah, this is like. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Soakers and <laughs> that like using umbrellas as shields. This is like some kind of, like elementary school hijinks. Not wrong. Up. Oh my god! Like, look at this fucker. He just pulls it up. God, this is like <laughs> yeah. This kind of looks pretty beta. To be fair, like I get what you're saying. Like, I I'd rather than just go and like. Throw a fucking, at least if you throw a fucking brick, it's a little bit less fucking pussy than this. <laughs> Holy shit, that's the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. Like, you have these people with fucking, like, pepper spray, like, riot shields made of, like, plywood and metal, and, like, bulletproof vests, and this fucker comes up with a super <laughs> Yeah, like, what are they doing? Like, they probably put, like, dog piss in it or something. Oh, see, I don't even know if he did that. There's probably some sort of noxious chemical. They probably, like, put their semen in it or something or what. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, STD-ridden semen. They probably put, like, superior blood in there to be feminist. Yeah. That's what cum likes to do. Oh, yeah, no, fuck. Yeah, no, putting cum in there would be too masculine. <laughs> So. Oh, they, yeah, they probably couldn't go and make enough of it to go and fill a fucking super circuit with all those Antifa. Yeah, it couldn't jack off enough. Blockers. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. See, I didn't notice that till you mentioned it. It just had me dying. Oh my god, I'm sorry. That was just the funniest fucking thing. I don't know why that's so funny, but it is fucking funny. Like, because you see these, they're trying to be like big and intimidating with their all black Ooh, we're scary we have batons we have hammers we have nails in our bats and then you have this fucker here like he's dressed in like a white t-shirt and he has a bike he has a bicycle helmet on he just pulls out a super soaker <laughs> dude, dude like that, that is pretty beta oh my god Super okay. soaker. we took our super soakers when these men came up and they and we took out our umbrellas we start spraying them. That'll teach the Trump supporters. Ugh. Those fascists. Isn't that right, mommy? 
you 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 know what I you know what I would just love to do is dress up as as like Batman or something and just start beating the crap out of Antifa. Yes. So. Yes. I am Batman. The alt night rises. Well, see, then those fuckers will go up behind you with a bike lock, and you know it's hard to go and defend against that. Oh my god! Not, Fuck. not, not, not if you have fucking batarangs. It's not. Yeah. I, I mean it. I mean it's it's 2020. Everyone, everyone has to wear a fucking mask anyway. So, um, you know, we might as well don full fucking costumes. Now. Uh, oh so. my god. This is so funny. This guy with his super soaker. Like, what is he doing? You did you did not come prepared for this battle, sir. Oh my god. Go home and rethink your life. Fuck. Okay. We need to change subjects or I'm just gonna keep laughing. That 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 is just you the are, funny thing. Wait, are, Millie Weaver? Yes, wait, are, we need are, to talk about Millie, the downfall of Millie, your waifu, Sam. What, what explain to us what happened to your waifu? I thought Wait, your waifu was born southern. He has two no, waifus. My, no, my wife, my waifu is uh, is Miller Weaver. But are we are we on air, by the way? Yes. Oh, hi, chat. So um, you didn't miss much. I don't think we had anyone say anything. Yeah, in the chat. I don't think you're. T I think you're talking to the uh, good old empty chat that we're used to. Yeah. So um. Well, I so I, I don't know what I don't know what happened with I don't know what happened with Mel Weaver other than she went crazy. Um, went which or was always crazy. What happened? Yeah, like did she burglarize her parents or something? Like okay, what happened know. according to Alex? Now we need to say some breaking news first, which is that <clears throat> a few days ago, so I guess it's not so breaking. Alex cut ties with Millie. Um, they were contracted with InfoWars, and they cut ties. And now Millie's on her own, I guess. I do want to see this one video. I fell asleep, and I was trying to watch it. And I know we think she's cringe, but Caitlin Bennett did have a video out about Millie and the truth about her. Because they used to be, like, real tight friends, and then they she started going uh, off the rails, it sounded like. Alex... Okay, I still need to watch the documentary, but apparently in the documentary, Millie has some good stuff in there, but she ties Roger Stone to all this Shadowgate shit, and according to Alex, makes Roger Stone seem like the real bad guy here, because, oh, he says he's MAGA, but he really isn't, sort of thing. And what? I don't know what Millie was thinking, uh, because she didn't run it by Alex, she didn't run it by Roger, she just went ahead and did it, and she relied on these two, like, strange people for the entire documentary, like, it kind of hinges upon them, or relies upon them, and I, I know Alex is really, I think that's why Alex cut ties, is once he saw the documentary, and saw what she was saying about Roger, who's a close friend of his, and who they trust, he said, okay, fuck you, bye. That's what I think went down. Could be wrong. Um, this Caitlin Bennett one, when I saw a bit of it, I think she was saying that Millie was hanging around some, you know, bad actors with a lot of bad info. And that's what Alex was. Alex was kind of implying that she could have been set up by the deep state or somebody else. 
and she had these people that were giving her false info and trying to, you know, fuck with her, which I think is possible. I think it's very possible she was set up. Um, but the other thing that people have mentioned, I think Caitlin or Alex or somebody mentioned this, that the fact that she films her arrest the way she does is a bit suspicious. The fact that she's like, oh, guy, like she, or no, I think it was Lee Strahan that mentioned this, who I, I'm, I kind of question that guy, but he mentions or brings up the point that she, th- this this charge, this battery charge or whatever it is, apparently that stuff doesn't get dropped, so she kind of knows it's a thing, but she was acting like it was something else. That's what his take was, you know, so that's that's what I've gotten out of all this. Regards to Lee Stranahan, I may I may or may not be a be a good uh, you know witness because I actually I actually know I actually know him a bit. He Lee's pretty good. Lee's pretty good. Mine is the fact that Ian Cernovich used to used to beef, which I blame. What well the thing I don't get about Lee is like he seems to dislike all the people I like. Like Milo, he kind of doesn't he feels like he has an it sounds like he sometimes has like an axe to grind with these people like he brings up issues with my all time cernovich posobiec i'm like i like all these people like what's he talking about well because i mean i don't want to go down this i don't want to go down the cernovich rabbit hole but i mean i i think he kind of feels like mike started to grift onto the right after the whole gorilla mindset thing didn't work out for for um so that's kind of that's kind of Lee's opinion on uh you know Mike I'm not sure what his whole thing with Milo is so um yeah. I I will I will say this uh I I love Milo but dude we we get that you're gay uh you don't you don't need to bring you don't need to bring it up on your show five every five minutes. You're becoming a meme of yourself. So it's always been but, that. Um, he's a very flamboyant, gay conservative. Like he he he's used to the leftist tactic of deconstruction against the left. But what you're putting on the screen right now about that mm-hmm. about that child predator shit. This was one of her sources. This is yeah, one of the people trust. Millie was relying on as a whistleblower and a source. Oh boy, a pedophile. Yeah. That, either she like got bad sources, didn't vet them, didn't check them, got set up. Either way, it's sloppy. And out and the what set what really set me off was the fact that Alex said even before he cut ties with her. Like, when she just got arrested, like, he was telling, he said he was telling her, like, look, Millie, you're in over your head. I'm staying away from this. I'll report on it, but I'm not getting involved. When when Alex is saying he's not going to get involved, that's when you know she's in some shit. I don't know what shit is, but it's some shit. And he's been in this a long time. He knows He's got a good sense of things. He knows what's good and juicy and what's bad and what's to stay away from. And he knew this is not something he should get involved with. And he was smart in the end of it. I mean, Alex Jones is an incredibly smart guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he he might be a meme, but he is incredibly smart. 
and he's also been doing this since you know since before she was born i mean hell since before any of us were born for that and i met like i I think i actually got to be interviewed by millie at cpac um and she seemed pretty you know decent nice but the one thing i did notice was that the infowars crew was mostly together of you know alex owen millie rob uh do you know all those people were pretty much like a family kind of together but millie seemed the most distant of all of them i know this she did shit on her own and i think she was with them when they were on the floor for a bit like but at these after parties she was never at any of those she from was what like i can remember over there kind of yeah I, I do, looking back, kind of noticed, I was like, you know, she was kind of one that was kind of more missing in action, more than the other guys. The other guys seemed like wanted to hang out and be together, and I didn't see a lot of her, but I could be wrong and all that, but that's just an observation. Hey, speaking of pedophiles, have you noticed this, like, movement on Twitter with, like, that map stuff going on? Yeah, what is that? It's minor attracted person. Oh, God. And, it's and like, like a soft a... way of saying pedophilia, the PC yeah. way. Yeah, but like I've been seeing a lot more of that stuff. I think it started out as like a 4chan troll campaign, but I think there's some actual pedophiles using it now because they think it's legitimate. Like it is getting fucking ridiculous. Like they're trying to become like a part of the LGBTQIAAP plus plus community. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I I will say this. I I know I know a bunch of. I shouldn't say I know a bunch, but I, the gays that I do know of are like. It, in real life, are like, no, we're not standing for that shit. Which you know, good for them. But, I still feel like it's gonna. I still feel like they're going to try and wedge their way in anyway. So, well, if you actually look at the history of that, like in the gay liberation movement, you'd be surprised with how old some of these organizations are. Like NAMBLA, like it it it's been there since like the sixties and seventies. Like I think one of the Chicago Seven or whatever was a, you know, self-professed like pedophile or man boy love advocate oh yeah i i just i just feel bad for like the couple of gay friends that i do have at irl because you know they didn't sign on for this shit so um... oh yeah like the left's been pushing that like through like really in the shadows for a long time like i heard in europe like there was some more disturbing stuff going on with like kindergarten classes like well did you guys did you guys hear about that new uh movie that's coming out on netflix that cutie oh yeah are... we were gonna talk about that you know yep. okay so they had this poster for it that like went viral um for the wrong reasons and they changed it but they didn't pull the show no they're, they're keeping the show you know that's the thing that we're well, talking about well but again that that's it's interesting that alex brought up france because that is a french production company that that's doing that. Oh, God. 
Yeah, like like the Green Party in Europe was involved with some really creepy shit back in like the seventies and uh, like during the gay liberation and, and all this stuff with you know pedophilia, where it was you know it's not like like it wasn't treated like it, it it was and should be you know now, like there was a lot of stuff that went on in Europe that would never fly in the United States. But like just in general though, like child pageants, like that that is kind of serving that these exist. Like I, I honestly oh, don't yeah. I don't see why we allow that. Like, you know, especially when you have like like what do you expect? Like I don't like I I don't like how they have, you know, who is that? Like Desmond is amazing and like he goes to strip clubs and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, and they'll often go and say, oh, well, you allow child pageants. Well, honestly, if I had a choice, I would not. Because you end up getting almost the same sort of behavior, you know. They have adults sexualizing and possibly sexually exploiting young children at these events. And who really has it? Even if they don't, you know, get physically abused, you know, good Lord knows what's, what's going on behind the scenes with that. You know, adults see that content and um do god knows what with it and it's perfectly legal to attend these events because the kids aren't you know naked or anything so it's like this weird gray area that i think encourages pedophilia yeah and we hear this part it says aside from the promotional artwork the plot of film itself is disturbing cutesies according to netflix is about an 11 year old girl named amy who becomes fascinated with a twerking dance crew and starts to explore her femininity. The villains in the movie are Amy's traditional and religious family, of course, who are painted in the preview as oppressive, sexist bigots because they want to protect their young daughter's innocence. Oh my god, I'd never heard of this in a movie before. Oh my god, you don't want your child to be sexualizing herself when she's not even a fucking teenager? Mm-hmm. Oh, That's it- awful. Like, see, this is my problem with society right now is, like, they encourage that. You know, you need to have have fucking standards at some point. Like, I know everything's into this, you know, leftist. You know, everything's relative and nothing's truly good or truly bad. But, you know, that's a bullshit philosophy. There is true good and there is true evil. And when you sexualize children, that is evil. That like gotcha memes on there. What the fuck is that? <laughs> but there, but but there, but there's a there's a huge fucking double standard too because, uh, you know, if if underage kids want to you know, sexualize themselves and whatever, that's a okay. But if a teenage boy wants to look at you know Kate Upton or whatever, that's bad, and that's sexist and that kid is automatically going that young teen boy is automatically going to grow up to become a rapist yo look why? at this because... sorry what was that why because he likes boobs you know that 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 was basically a spiel i was given in high school by some feminist teacher Dude, so did, did you see the trailer for this shit it no. really okay this is the this is i think the real problem with this it's not the sexualizing of children but the main character is black and her evil christian conservative oppressive family is also black 
and but she is trying to be a Muslim, I think, because she joins this dance group of a bunch of Muslims. And, what? Yeah. How does this make any? Like, I don't think twerking is haram. How? How twerking is this is very haram? How is this flick even realistic? So, the well, twerk Muslim dance. Like what the fuck is this? Well, no, it gets better because this is where I'm. This is where I, this is why I think that was the issue with it is the, the the race and the religious stuff because this one guy here on Facebook, which I'm gonna assume is a lefty, says Netflix has been gross for a while now. It's time for everyone to cancel their subscriptions. Somehow they found a way to do pedophilia and Islamophobia at the same time. <laughs> Woke. When you're too woke and you become Islamophobic. Uh, yeah, I mean, it got so bad that they end up, like, banning it on, like, the TV board of 4chan. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's when you know it's bad. And the well, description... I it, I, I, it was just TV, I think. Mm-hmm. And the description also, here's the full description. 11-year-old Amy starts to rebel against her conservative family's traditions when she becomes fascinated with a free-spirited dance crew. Yep. That's unbelievable. It got a direct... Oh, that's something else. Wait, is that? No. No, it did get a directing award. Fuck that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Uh, like, why is this, like, a thing? And why is this... Like, do, do the average... You know, does the average person really like want to watch this? No, but will they eventually like be like accepting of it because it's it's so it's beaten over the head so much? Like, well, let's check it out. Maybe it's not so bad. Oh, let's see what this show's really about, and then they see it, and then they're like, uh, no. Yeah. This is fucking nuts. Why am I getting all these like fucking like? When I type in cutesy cuties or whatever how you say, it, I get this like all these like, like fucking like BTS like TikToks as well. It looks like like look at this shit. Like what is this? Of course there'd be TikTok involved in this somehow. No, look at what's coming up on Twitter. It's like all these um. It looks like like BTS or some K-pop shit. I don't know, like, K-pop's involved in a lot of weird stuff. I don't know how that happens. Like, the anime stuff. I, I think maybe it's, like, some sort of spam. Some sort of spam algorithm, I guess. Yeah. Oh, my God. What happened to Netflix? What happened to them? Well, they do have some... They do have one... They do have a couple good programs, like uh, Narcos... And mine and and mine hunter and the Witcher. So, so I mean, I don't blame Netflix entirely. I bl I blame the production companies that partner with. But it's like, what I brought up to Apex on my show was who who at Netflix like approves all this mm -hmm. stuff. Like that that's what I want to know because, like, if you're Netflix, you know. Clearly, you want to be like, you know, I'm. I'm not really like play. Well, I mean, I. I'm not really playing devil's advocate advocate for cutie, but what I am saying is that like, 
I'm not blaming Netflix as a whole just because, like, they probably have, like, multiple departments, you know, for, like, each category or whatever. I don't know. I could be talking at my ass. Dude, there's a fucking Daily Beast article, and the headline says, The Angry Christian Right Should Watch Netflix Cuties. Why conservatives like Ben Shapiro are triggered by WAP. That's the Cardi B song. Which I think is stupid and degenerate, but like Ben Shapiro has the most puritanical takes on things. Yeah, and yeah, and it, yeah. So like, that's that's not a good, that's not like a good, you know, litmus test at all. So yeah, it's a bad one. Um, oh my god, yeah. this article's defending this. Oh my god. Well, it, well, Sean, it's <laughs> you guys it's, check it's, out the chat. It's the yeah I I can oh I can shit show. yeah chat's I, blown up. Maya Carr says no kids cannot sexualize themselves ever. Their brains are not developed. Period. Very true. Their brains are being trained to find its stimuli and puberty is dangerous because they can get hypersexual. Oh I know they can get hypersexual. Believe me. Uh, a child is does hypersexualized will always be stimulated by sexuality and nothing else. That's why abuse in Sharia is so bad, and it's abuse over generation and generation. It's a stimuli now. It's abuse. That's true. Donnie, hello in the chat there. Did you all see the hashtag Save the Children rallies? I did not. Number one in Europe. So they get away with a lot more. So this was an award-winning film. Yeah, Europe has some weird strain, like, especially in the American context, has very different uh, standards for sex. Like, it's very different there. Um, I also says because Korean artists pretty much work art, work on all cartoons and anime, LOL manga, and manhwa. In fact, The Simpsons is produced in Korea, but Japanese cheap anime as well. In fact, it's pretty much a shared uh, art pop culture. That is true. A lot of American programs are made in Korea, like SpongeBob. Uh, like Rainbows for Rainbows before the LGBT movement, the word cuties is about people who are cute. Yeah. But this, okay, cuties has... A 1.3 out of 10 on IMDb, rightfully so. But it has an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, did the show even come out yet? Well, well that's among critics. The audience score is 5%. I mean, this is available <laughs> in the foreign lands, and you could probably, like, fucking uh, bootleg it here, but... He's out of VPN, but... The FBI had probably come down, they start seeing you VPN this shit, like, okay, what's well, on your computer? Show us that hard drive. A Forbes article. Controversy over Netflix cues is totally ridiculous. Of course. They'd love it. Netflix cuties twerking poster drama. Explain. Okay, I actually have a question for the... for people in chat and for you guys as well. Is twerking sexual? Yes. And why? Shaking your ass. <laughs> In a sexual manner. It's like, you know, doing like reverse cowgirl or something shit. You know, how's that not sexual? Yeah, and I mean I don't I don't mind it on you know, with like of a when of age women do it, they can do whatever. But you know, it's like fucking grinding. Is grinding sexual? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, I totally agree. I've just heard people say, like, they don't think twerking is that bad. I think it's weird. It's like grinding, you know? It's a sexual move. Well... Don't, don't pretend it's not sexual. Yeah, it is sexual. Well, well, Sean, you're probably you're probably like me. You probably prefer boobs, but you know, hey. Well, even if you don't prefer it, like you can still say, like, "Oh, I don't mind twerking when it's done by adults," but it's still, you know, it, it's still sexual. You know, you can have sexual dance moves. You know, we've had that for a yeah. long time. Look, and this the, the tweet that blew this up has like 170,000 likes almost. And he says, this is fucking disgusting. Minors shouldn't be sexualized like this. And the follow-up is exactly what I was talking about that probably really got him to change this shit. And the fact that this is a black girl lead makes this even worse. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly why they, Netflix, realized they had to change this shit. Well, they probably use the black girl lead as like a way to you know shield themselves from criticism. Yeah, black and Muslim. Um, and then Merriam-Webster defines twerking as sexually suggestive dancing characterized by rapid, repeated hip thrusts and shaking of the buttocks. Especially well, you know what else? Squatting. Rapid hip thrusts. <laughs> yes. Oh, Donnie uh, said. Yes, it is. Twerking has been normalized. What about belly dancing? You know that. Yeah, that that's that's a, that's still sexualized. I won't want to see like a five year old girl or boy or anything like belly dancing. That's just inappropriate. Uh, you know, there's a time and place for everything, and that time and place is when you're fucking eighteen years old. You know. Yeah. But uh, what else were we going to talk about? Bannon. Bannon, yes. Yeah, so oh, Bannon. yeah. I was going to message you guys about that earlier this week. Yeah, Bannon, uh, Steve Bannon, former White House strategist and former head of Breitbart oh. News, was arrested the other day over Sloppy Steve. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Trump's nickname for Uncle Steve, uh, Sloppy Steve, it and it really this is really fitting that picture now i i mean bannon is saying it's a hit job he's saying it's trying to stop you don't want to build the wall this was a charity for more context bannon was involved with this charity um for building up for a private group to build the wall on the border and a bunch of people were sort of involved with it in the maga sphere and I'd heard about it for quite a long time. That's been a thing for a while. I remember when Bannon was even down there doing like his show from there. And there are a lot of people that donate to it and it raised like millions of dollars. I think it was like twenty five million. Um and apparently Bannon was pocketing all the money, using it for you know, fancy shit for nice shit. Apparently, I mean, it might have even gone towards yacht, which I don't know if he owns that, but I don't know what to think of this. I, on the one hand, would not be surprised if he did do this, 
But on the other, I would not be surprised if this is just a politically motivated attack. And both can still be true. He may have done this. The opposition may have known about this for a long time, but they are waiting for the right time to strike and to get him for this. That's my take. Yeah, yeah that, that is pretty bad. Like, if what everything's being alleged is true, like, I, I would definitely lost some respect because... Honestly, you know, I I do think Baron was a he's a very smart like person, like strategist. I I'd hope he wouldn't do something like this, but um, you know, and, and that's true too. What what uh, Mia Carla is saying, you know, the person who like how much of this actually is Bannon's doing versus the person who's running that fundraiser. But well, they... they charged three people. They charged Bannon, the guy running it, and another guy. Uh, I forget. I'm gonna try and find a good article on. But it's, it's um, he had some deep ties to this, and I, I, it doesn't look good for him. I think it like the fact that they arrested him. The post office sent fucking agents to arrest him see you know this is where our post office money's going you know they're complaining like oh the post office is going to be defunded trump's doing this and they're setting out like armed guards to go and arrest ban like he probably could just sent him a fucking warrant like i don't think he'd be the type like he's famous enough where i think he probably would have fucking just went with him i don't think he would have went in hiding he's too famous for that but if, if it's true, I, I'd be very sad about that because I, I did, I, I do, I do like Ban. Like he's a, he's an interesting figure. I think he had a lot to do with the initial success of the Trump campaign. You know, in 2016, he did a lot of that sort of grassroots stuff. But uh, if he was caught doing this, you know, he deserves to face justice if he was defrauding people. You so know? as alleged defendants plural, defraud, defraud hundreds of thousands of donors, capitalizing on their interests in funding a border wall to raise millions of dollars under the false pretense that all that money would be spent on construction. So Ben was arrested on a 152-foot yacht off of Westport, Connecticut. Also named in the indictment is Brian Colfidge, founder and president of We Build the Wall, Andrew Badabalato, and Timothy Shea. Uh, Colfidge is an Air Force veteran who lost both his legs while on deployment of Iraq. According to the indictment, the four men allegedly used sham invoices and accounts to cover their scheme, while repeatedly assuring donors that Brian Colfidge, the founder and public face of the We Build the Wall, would not be paid a cent. The defense secretly schemed to pass hundreds of thousands of dollars to Colfidge, which he said, uh, which he used to fund his lavish lifestyle. Bannon, who publicly referred to We Build the Wall as a volunteer organization, is alleged to have received more than $1 million from the organization uh, via a nonprofit he controls, and at least some of it was used to cover hundreds of thousands of dollars in his personal expenses. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could see this being a hit job, too. I don't know you know the full extent of this and only time will tell what the uh, court proceedings show but you know i hope yeah i want to see some documents because look i could see him doing this because i know there are a lot of people in the right wing that see him as a traitor 
especially after the what he said about Don Jr. and the other shit that he's supposedly done. I am very iffy on Bannon. I want to like him, but when I hear this stuff, just kills it. And it sounds like they they I mean like it could look he could have done this, but they could have waited till now and really hit him with massive charges and massive jail time that he really may or may not deserve so yeah i'm just kind of wondering what all his uh, involvement is with that because like you know like what sort of expenses are we talking about with him you know was he really moving money around places but we're definitely going to see but i don't think this will really look bad on trump because trump this fired is him. A, yeah, he fired him. He distances himself from Bannon, so you know you can't really blame him for that. And when Trump did out there, I think he did. I think he did do a pretty good job, like in the initial, like when he was before, like for the campaign for to, for Trump to get there. I think he did a very good job. After Trump got elected, I don't, you know, I'm not so sure about that. But I think during yeah. his initial run for that, I I don't think he could have done too much better. Yeah. I thought he was amazing during the campaign, and then he just, I don't know. I don't get the guy. Because that's really, look, if he did this, it's really, really stupid. I mean, he should, if he watched his money, be set from his gig at um, uh, Goldman Sachs. Uh, but even then, he knows people. He... Uh, he gets around. I mean, if he if he did this, that's just really, really stupid. Yeah, that's why I personally, you know, I'm gonna wait to cast my judgment until this this sort of thing plays out. You know, especially after like a George Floyd thing too. It's like, you know, you see the you see this one little thing. It's like, oh, you know, he's you know this person's in the wrong, but then you're like, oh. Maybe this isn't as cut. Maybe this is more nuanced than I originally thought. And he, I feel like that might be what's going on over here. Wasn't he also a naval intelligence officer too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yep. So yeah, like that's the other thing is, it seems to me like someone who is a naval intelligence officer would be a bit smarter than to do something like this. So. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see, but uh, yeah, I mean it's kind of gonna you know to see all those um everything kind of flies. Did y'all cover Tucker? Oh, what did Tucker say and do? What controversy is Tucker Carlson? Uh, Candace not speaking at the convention. That's very interesting, because Candace ever since she. You know, when independent and married her husband, she's been a bit more, a bit edgier on her Twitter, I've noticed. Saying things that she wouldn't say before. Yeah, I'm not so sure I like Candace as much now. Well, did you hear what Gavin said recently about her? I did. That was... Yeah. But but for but for the audience, you might want to give context since they might not be. Sucked. Yeah. So Gavin McGinnis, uh, on his Censor.TV, had this show, um, 
I forget what it was called exactly. I'll look it up on censor.tv. Um, it was basically a show that was supposed to be this very relaxed, laid back um, conversation between two people with uh, on the opposite sides of the political spectrum. So he would get somebody far left, somebody far right. They'd come together and uh, talk about things. Um, yeah, it, it was basically his version of the Joe Rogan experience, basically. Kind of, yeah. It was... Uh, well, Joe Rogan usually just has one person on at a time, I think. Yeah, it's or a I bit guess, different. Well, more like firing line than, than I guess. So. Yeah, so he had Colonel... Uh, Colonel West with Candace Owens, which is a very interesting combination. They sat at a bar and they talked. And they filmed it. And it was, you know, I presume it was probably a really interesting conversation. Um, I did not get to see it yet. But um, Gavin said, though, that when he booked Candace to do this, she was asking. Now, Give me. I'm gonna give you a little more context. Um, Candace um, was friends with Gavin, and Gavin was friends with her when she was uh, in her early days. Paul Joseph Watson and Gavin McGinnis specifically both kind of, uh, you know, gave her big shouts. I guess you could say they 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 helped build her to what she is today. They were one of the few people that knows her quickly early on and shared her shit out there. When Gavin did the sit-down with Colonel West and Candace, Candace was asking for more than $20,000 to do this. Yeah, see, she's hanging around with too much of those Ben Shapiro types, I think. $20,000 for a appearance in a... I think it's only like an hour long video. That's insane. To a friend, to somebody to help build you up, that is insane. I'm sorry. And he said, like, he was writing her the check, and he's like, I don't know you anymore. <laughs> like, you're in another stratosphere now. And he, and even and even Ryan, who, you know, who is you... Even Ryan uh, Rivera, who is pretty, you know, you who usually kind of like tries to defend, you know, some of the guests, was kind of like, yeah, he, he was in agreement with Gavin. Oh, really? So, yeah. She's gone too big for her britches. Well, and that's, and that's something that, like, that's something that, like, uh, you know, Apex and I talk a lot about on the Whitfield report is at what point do you go from becoming a con, you know, from becoming like a conservative, like actual activist to just becoming a grifter that's in it for the money. So, um, I think it's well, it's when if you're in this just for the money, you're a grifter, if you're in it because you're passionate about it you believe in something, you want to fight for it, and you like some money, that's perfectly normal. Oh my god, this is great. I'm looking in their um, their store because I've, I've um, 
uh, you know, I've seen their ship before, but they add new t-shirts. This one is fantastic. I am actually like seriously considering buying this. I'll post it. I'll post it in chat's chat. Look at this. Clown World one? I'll get off my lawn. Yeah, but look what it is. You need you need to buy yourself a subscription, boyo. That's what you need. I plan to once I once I have some more money, I'm definitely gonna subscribe. But see see who it is. Let me let me get back let me get back to He's one on the right. That's uh Ryan, that's Gavin's um right hand man, but look who they're parodying. Yeah, I know who they're parodying. Yes. <laughs> that's badass. Yeah, I miss that like what was that like Western like Western outpost or yeah. whatever. Yeah, do they got like shut down or something? Yeah, I used to love their fucking shirts. Like, man, they kept getting shut down, but they had some good shit. But like you know, the Chinese they can keep doing the same shit. Like they literally have scrapers that will go and pull up any like Google image or like Twitter post from artists, and they'll sell like instantly generate content. That's okay because you know it's Chinese, and you know you gotta suck Xi Jinping's ding dong to <laughs> you know, your stuff. You know, get your China money. But uh, you know, if someone on the right does that. That's not good. Oh, do they not have the? Oh, that's right. Milo's stuff is in a different section, I think. Uh, Donnie the Don asked, "Did has she endorsed Trump?" I mean, mm. see, who? I believe Candace. Oh well, yeah, Candace is completely behind Trump, and so is Loomer, and those are the people we've mentioned tonight. But Donnie, I. I mean, at this point, Candace has to do more than just endorse Trump to impress me. Yeah, she's gotta figure her shit out. She has to. She has to figure out her loyalty. So. It's that almighty dollar. I think that's what I'm seeing. You know, maybe she was into one at the beginning, but like now, it just seems I don't know. Well, I mean, point you know that's all you give a shit about. I mean, I I hate to bring up this example once again, but uh, you know, Owen went from uh, you know the moderately conservative, conservative, uh, you know, like traditional right wing spirit to the alt right to the fucking flat Earth, you know, fake moon landing crowd because of the money so he's basically he's basically dips his big fat grubby paws into every money trough he can find so with him i i think he probably just had some sort of mental breakdown oh i just you know like maybe he had schizophrenia or something i'm not a doctor i can't make diagnoses but oh oh sure perhaps that's the case but you know so what there are celebrities who love to profit off their mental breakdowns as well. So, yeah, it's not the celeb world. Like once you get into the big leagues, you really know who your friends are and where your loyalties lie. Yep, that's that's the impressive thing with Kanye is like he well, was. There's he was with him. 
he's got something going on. Well, I mean, Kanye, I think, kind of had like a reverse thing happen, though. Do you see that in the White House? Like when he met, met Trump, he started just like cursing and going off on like his uh, bipolar medication. Like, that come was on, funny. It was funny, but like this, is, he he is he needs. There's something not right with that man. Yeah, I mean. Also, quickly for somebody in the chat that says um the right needs to um like uh have its own the convention have its own arena for younger GOP and people. Who walk away on bro who aren't 100 conservative um there's kind of that for younger people like at cpac they had those after parties but you're not going to find that sort of stuff at these uh these party things like these gop party events and stuff because they just it's run by a bunch of boomers that don't understand young people boomer elitists that are in their own little world it's also cpac though too so yeah, but CPAC, GOP convention, they're all run by the RNC, which which is the RNC. Yeah. Some crazy stuff. But in uh, other news, you hear what's going on with that Leafy drama? Leafy has been banned from YouTube. I'm I'm a I'm a boomer when it comes to this type of shit. So. He's a uh, he's a YouTuber, and I believe he was kicked off because he criticized. He in half the videos weren't even like talking. They like had these clickbait thumbnails about Pokimane, who's oh. a Twitch streamer who, and like the whole thing was like he said, you know, she has a. Uh, boyfriend and people started flipping out because they were you know some of these people some of her supporters they they are white simps. knights yeah they're they're simps you know they they picture themselves oh you know she can't have a boyfriend you know it's be saving herself for me who's never gonna fucking talk to her it's like that Belle Delphine person but at least Belle Delphine like she she plays into the fucking meme like Pokimane pretends she doesn't do it. And then Pokimane is just a terrible person, too, in my opinion. You know, because she has gotten YouTubers and, like, had their videos removed from YouTube, demonetized, stuff like that, because she didn't like, like, they'd criticize her. You know? And then you see this happen, then I think it was Ethan or H3H or whoever the fuck he is. He, like, started floating. As soon as he gets kicked off, because he's been saying that the whole time, like you can't, Leafy can't survive in this environment. That's the whole reason he even started using like YouTube again too. It's because like, fucking, I think it was all because uh, Ethan or whatever, or H3H3 or whatever the fuck his name is, he was gloat like he said that about Leafy once, and he got all pissed off. And uh, Leafy, he's he's a YouTuber. He was one of. Probably at, at one point in time, he's probably the biggest like uh, commentary YouTubers on the platform. Uh, he came back, but that only lasted about 90 days because now he's apparently banned. He, he goes on to Keemstar's... Like, he called into Keemstar after he got banned. Mm-hmm. I saw that video because like, apparently YouTube didn't even really notify him. Like The first notification he got is when like, Keemstar sent text which is pretty interesting, but I don't know. I always liked him. He, 
he's an interesting character. He's got a lot of interesting sort of thoughts. You know, like half the videos that had like Pokemon, the title weren't even about Pokemon. It was about like stock trading and like my like how I used to run this like Minecraft server. And apparently there was some really crazy shit going on with that. Like being a Minecraft you like server owner back in the day. Like people getting like hacked and like DDoSed and like all sorts of other shit. Incredibly interesting and honestly like YouTube the way they did it, they didn't even give him a strike. They just took his it was here one day, no strikes, and then just got on the next. That's what happened with Apex's first channel. Like, see that that scares me because I feel like if they're gonna do that, you know, they should at least if you have a strike system, you should use it and don't just go and like one day throw like you know just say hey you've had three videos that violated the strike policy you're you're done. Like I feel that you know if they have that happen, if you get one community guideline strike, you should you know have your stuff put on um like you'd have all your videos taken down or like not taken down but like you get a message hey do you want to go and upload to youtube again you have to go and make sure your videos don't have this content so that you can at least remove it but like what they did is they basically bypassed their own system and i don't like that that scares me and, and i know and i knew it was going to happen with leafy you know he's he's an edgy youtuber mm-hmm. if you like a fucking makeup tutorial youtuber like i don't know well we even said like i'm shocked he's been on this long and it's still on youtube he started putting content up and uh, he got it yeah because the thing is before then like they they had messages from youtube like the higher ups there they were saying that like they were going to uh remove like they didn't like him, and they wanted to find ways to like lower his reach because they didn't like his content. I'm also um oh god he's tweeting about her oh my god um I what was I gonna say fuck oh his um also his backup channel his second channel was banned as well. Of course. Pokimane is a clout chaser. Yeah. Wrong and like the thing is, you know, she's not some like little YouTuber or anything. She is like Pokemon's like this huge like thousands and thousands of like Twitch concurrent views and stuff. Like she's one of the biggest Twitch streamers out there right now. And if you can say that like Leafy's violating terms of service for targeted harassment because of that, how can you say that like how can you allow every like late night talk show personality like how, how can you allow john oliver to go and keep spouting his shit on youtube and then he just harasses donald trump because that's what he does that's what all these late night comics does you know at what point are you um allowed to go and her like at what point is someone considered a public figure i'd say when you're the large one of the largest figures on twitch you're a fucking public figure you know how come other people can go and bitch about Trump? How's that not targeted harassment? YouTube, you need to go and clarify your shit because that's not fair. You know, if if that's the case, you know, everyone on here should just go and start reporting all the late night comics who just bitch about Trump because frankly, that's targeted harassment. I'm tired of seeing that shit. Mm. And 
you know, they need their, and I know YouTube won't do it because that's, you know, that's what YouTube's turning into. It's turning into clips from fucking Comedy Central and, you know, ABC and NBC and all these other stupid fucking channels. But that's who gets the fucking money for them. Two things. One, Levy tweeted out the other day on August 11th, racism made anime cool again. (laughs) (laughs) And then on August 9th, he tweets out a picture from an article. It says, Pokemon mod reveals boyfriend is a ban word in her Twitch chat. There's a lot of reasons I could see as to why. Like, he is, like, see, they get rid of all these fucking, like, trolls and stuff. And, like, he didn't even need to do it now. Like, he he had enough money. Like, he does stock trading. He made a shit ton of money when he was, like, back before then. Because he was on YouTube when you could actually make a living off of YouTube without needing, like, Patreon and all these other fucking, and, like, you know, like, special stuff for your fucking channel he was like an og fucking youtuber and you know he made enough money off there he probably doesn't need to work a day in his life he said pokemon has a boyfriend oh my god and then she banned the word boyfriend yeah like see that that shows how toxic her fucking fan base is because i can tell you what happened probably one of either her one of like ethan's fans like just mass reporter videos probably her fans honestly some beta male like went on there. It's like, oh, you know, this is you can't say it's about Pokemon. You know, she's this like little delicate flower. She can't take any criticism. You know, Pokemon is for... losing Twitch subs because of the boyfriend drama. I think yeah, they're all yeah. mad at her because she they found she has a boyfriend when they thought she didn't, which she obviously does. I mean, look at her. She's hot as shit. She's gonna have a boyfriend. And so they're all flipping out her like, oh, I will you have a boyfriend because they want to be that. She's boyfriend. not even that hot. She's okay. She Okay, her yeah. personality kills it. Let me put it that way. If she had a great personality, it'd be she does like... Not. She just goes no, on I there. know she does. That's what I'm saying. Like, if she did, she'd be, like, solid, but she doesn't have it, so it kills it. She's alright, but like the thing is the people who are probably the tier three subs are probably the people who, you know, they live in their tier parents' they, they drink like fucking Mountain Dew and eat chicken tenders and piss in a piss jug while like masturbating to Poke mainstreams. Like let's be real, that that's probably her tier three or whatever, her like super subs on there. And that these people they get upset the fact now. Wife who has a girl, a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, like he, I mean, she probably does, but like we don't even oh. know. We don't even have any fucking proof, and they get so pissed about that they will unsub from her. You know, like she needs to go and confront the fact that her fan base is toxic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and instead of doing that, she just goes after Leafy for pointing out the fucking obvious. They uh, and- claim to. Uh- expose her for having a secret relationship oh my god like see like she probably has the most cringiest fans out there and and i must feel sorry like if you're an attractive woman and you're like a streamer you know you probably have to deal like she's probably not the only one has to deal with this like waifu syndrome thing where if you even mention that you have a a boyfriend or something you'll get unsub because 
you know, you have these male subscribers who subscribe to a fantasy that they have a chance of getting with you when in all reality, like, these people are probably fucking neckbeards who go and, like, you know, do their thing and watch your streams at the same time, you know? That, that it's, it's a sad existence. Yeah, and I think YouTube's going to pull the same excuse that other tech companies have pulled is that they're going to say they delete his channel for targeted harassment because I bet these fans got into, like, a beef with each other. But apparently his video was going viral about, like, her having, like, a situation. I never heard about this. I mean, I've been super busy with shit, so... Oh, that was back in... Ju this was back in July? Well, he keeps making... He made, like, a bunch of videos, but most of them... It had, like, a clickbait thumbnail, but, like, nothing to do with fucking Pokemon. It was about him, like, dealing with stocks or just bullshitting about something completely random. It or it'd like, be just, like, clips. Like, he wouldn't even say anything. Yeah, like, that. that's what he was doing. Like, he'd have these thumbnails that had very little to do with the actual videos. Like... Pokemon epic meltdown like nuclear war or something that's like him talking about like stocks and like minecraft like that's how he would do it. like he's a fucking troll but like you know and if you're gonna say that he's doing targeted harassment i want every single like anti-trump channel i want the lincoln projects channel down because they're, they're <laughs> harassment why is why is lincoln why is the lincoln um you know, the Lincoln loggers or whatever the fuck their name is, why are they allowed to do their shit about the president? Yeah, I was right. It says Leafy was banned from YouTube because his channel had multiple or severe violations of YouTube's policy prohibiting content designed to harass, bully, or threaten. He did not threaten, you know, harassment, sure, but, you know, at what point are you allowed to go, like, I, no. You know, and then you get, and then if you did see him do that, you give him a fucking strike. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. They always jump to a ban when it should just be a strike. Oh, they've had it out for him from the fucking get go. Oh, yeah. I am shocked he even made it this far. I am genuinely shocked. Like, and they're, they're complete hypocrites because they allow targeted harassment of other public figures, but. You know, do they not consider Pokemon to be a public figure? I mean, she fucking is. No, like, every, very... like, drama, like, you know, commentary channel talks about that person. You know, it's not just Leafy. Like, I see shit from, like, Scarce and, like, fucking um, some ordinary gamers and a bunch of other people talking about this Pokemon person. And, and you know, it seems like YouTube was probably flooded with complaints, so they had a reason. Not yeah, really. Probably subs who got pissed that you know leafy suggested she might have a romantic relationship that that's probably like honestly that's probably true that's probably what happened he probably had a bunch of her like subs just mass spam you know this is mm. bad this is bad she's like oh okay well i see target harassment but they're so vague with her terms of service too like come on youtube you need to give an example like, okay, you know, is are we allowed to go and have commentary about public figures or are we not? You know, pick and and to that point, I do want to point out because people keep asking why Joe Rogan went to uh, Spotify. And, you know, part of it is the money, yes. But part of it too is because Spotify actually like 
has standards regarding that content and stuff. Like, so for instance, when I got mass flagged by, uh, you know, SJWs, they tried to report my podcast to, uh, you know, to Spotify who owns Anchor and, and Spotify was basically like, yeah, we need an actual example of, you know, harassment or hate speech, and they couldn't find any. So, you know, so my podcast didn't get banned from there, whereas, like, you know, YouTube just flips out because of peer pressure. So, sorry to interrupt, I just wanted to make that point that I think there is a difference between, you know, companies in that sense. I wonder if, um censor.tv will pick him up i don't think he i don't even know if he would really want to though like he wasn't doing this because of money well i know but that would keep him safe though and that would be a big i bet censor.tv could get a lot of subscribers i know uh, leafy isn't exactly political but it would fit the theme censored yeah i mean i I'd, i'd hope that they'd reach out to him but like i just don't think I feel like Leafy's part is gonna be like, okay, fuck it, I'm done. See you guys. Or he goes on D Live. I don't know. Like, I, I just think he did it for like, I don't know how much. I don't know how much he really cares about, to be honest. Like, he seems like the type that you know maybe he will go and join Censor.TV or D Live or something, but maybe he just goes back to living his life because he seemed like he did that for a good long time, pretty well. You know, he was kind of there for YouTube, and YouTube just wasn't there for him for a long time. Like, unless there's enough of a backlash against YouTube, and then, like, they basically have their hand forced, which it would take a lot to do that. Yeah. Oh, he had a controversy with Tommy NC2010. What is this? He talked about an autistic YouTuber, Tommy NC2010. Um, later that day, Tommy NC2010 uploaded a video. Oh, and, oh, and the, the Leafy's video was titled The Most Heroic Fedora Man on YouTube. Yeah, like this guy. It's, it's, <laughs> come on, dude. Like it was, it was funny. Like I don't think you should have got that much hate for it. You know, the guy didn't even say he was autistic, so how do you even really know he is? Later that day, Tommy uploaded a video titled, I'm getting death threats. Leafy is here. Why? In which Tommy, upset, recorded himself crying, explaining how he was getting a lot of hate and death threats from Calvin's fans. That's his real name, Calvin. Which caused H3H3 to make a video about the situation, which is now enlisted. Of course, H3H3 would. After Calvin was receiving backlash from H3H3's rant video, he soon took down the video and uploaded an apology video. Uh, titled Apology. However, H3H3's former rant about Calvin received over a million views. Calvin made a response video, which is now enlisted, saying that Ethan Klein tried to side with Calvin, where he showed several text messages from H3H3 talking negatively about the YouTuber um, Pyrocynical. Pyrocynical eventually made two videos addressing the situation later, which titled Let's Call it Quits. Jesus Christ. Keemstar feud. <laughs> Aren't he, but aren't he and Keem like buddies now? Like, like oh yeah, like Leafy and Keem, yeah, they are. Like he explained all that stuff too. Like he he just did it for shits. Like half that YouTube drama was just 
fucking drama for drama's sake because drama sells. Like, mm-hmm. he admitted that. Like, at least he's honest with that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Interesting. Um, On other subjects, have any of you guys seen any of the uh sean i know you're into movies a bit so have you seen any of the uh dc fandom oh, I stuff? i heard about that today i didn't look or into the... all i saw was there was bits of robert pattinson as batman which i don't know why we're making another batman because i i thought so too until i saw the trailer so is it good it's i mean if I mean, if YouTube weren't a bunch of pricks when it came to, uh, you know, showing video, I'd say to full, to pull the thing up right, right now. Mm. It's, I, I I will tell you, I'm I'm a big fan of a uh, film noir, and uh, this definitely has a film no, noir vibe to it. Oh, that's so, interesting. um, and then, you know, Wonder Woman. I, I'm a fan of Gal Gadot, so I don't think I need to, you know... Yeah, the first trailer for that new one was really good from a few months ago. And then, uh, you know, Zack Snyder. Now, from what I've heard, Zack Snyder is kind of based um, from some people I know, which kind of explains a few things. But, um, so yeah, the new... The new Justice League age, the the new Justice League movie slash you know series whatever HBO is doing that looks good, so. Mm-hmm. But uh. Oh, and uh, apparently. Apparently, Star Wars fans are finally starting to push back against the SJWs. So. Oh really? What's happening with that? Well, apparently, from what I've heard, there are rumors that Kathleen Kennedy is going to get fired. Good. So. I've heard those rumors for a long time, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they follow through with that because we, because we do not need a forces female type oh, thing. God. That is. I, I, I kind of lost interest in Star Wars once. Although I, I did like the Mandalorian. The but... Mandalorian <laughs> is literally the only good thing other than the Clone Wars revival, which was already something that had been done before, you know, like so they just brought the old crew back. There's a there's a there's a there's a there's a hilarious meme running around the uh running around the internet that you've probably seen it, but it's uh it's a caption of what of what um it, it's something like so it's like so Kathleen Kennedy thought that this was what women wanted in Star Wars. It showed a picture of Rey, um, and then it, and the next panel turns out they just want strong men and babies. So pretty like literally, literally. So yeah, I mean, I mean every every baby Yoda comment I. Every baby Yoda con on social media was from a woman saying, I want one. So. <laughs> but. You know, apparently, a Mandalorian season two trailer is supposed to drop soon. It, I think it was, I think it's supposed to drop either 
like later today or like later this week. Mm. So usually trailers don't get dropped on Sunday, so I would think it would be later. Uh well, isn't Matt Reeves the guy who did the Planet of the Apes films? Yeah. So is that good or bad? Because I haven't seen them. So. They were better than I actually expected them to be. Like they're pretty they're pretty well done for a remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it. Um So I think it'll be interesting. I just I don't like the idea of we have to keep redoing Batman like this quickly. I can understand maybe like yeah. ten de- years down the road, but like right now, like well, the Nolan trailer was or the Nolan movies are I guess almost ten years. The the third yeah. one came out in twenty twelve, I believe. Yeah, I was I was when that movie came out, I was going into my senior year of high school. So, um, mm. yeah, the, yeah, the fact that the Dark Knight Rises turned, the fact that the Dark Knight turned ten year ten years old a few mm-hmm. y- years ago, that that made me feel kind of old. So, yeah, like, well, apparently, uh, Inception turned ten years old. Now they're showing in theaters again. I, I don't know if I'm be able to see. I really want to because I. Would like to see that in the theater because I didn't get to see it when it originally came out in theaters. But they're playing that in theaters now, and Empire Strikes Back, which is really cool. Oh, uh, I would I would want to see Empire, and well, let me put it this way: I would I would want to see the original theatrical release of Empire. So. Yeah, I'm gonna try and see it, but it's like very limited. They're only showing not, it like next week. Not the stupid uh, re re release. I think so. the re releases are fine, except for a few little things I didn't like, like when the Darth Vader, where I know a lot of people bitch about, where he goes no, and Return of Jedi. I think that is the only change I really just didn't like. Everything else I am perfectly fine with, except that. I mean, but there was also some stuff where it's like, why do you need to change it? So, well, I can understand from a creator's perspective when you can't fully have your vision because of technological limitations, and now you can. You would yeah. do it. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. But is there anything else we want to talk about before we close out? Cause it's getting late. I know. Yeah, we talked about Boomer um, Band, Millie. Oh, we didn't talk about Penn State or the DNC. The DNC was boring, cringy. It was just so bad. Penn State. I, oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't even watch the DNC to Me be honest. Either. Yeah. I I played a couple of clips with the Apex, and then we were like, well, we didn't miss anything, so. Um, I am curious to see what happens with the with the RNC. Any predictions from you guys? I don't think there's gonna be any surprises, but it's it's gonna be um yeah pretty pretty packed. Hope you will energize the base some more, get people excited. Yeah. 
Uh, Mia says, uh, well, Yoda doesn't poo and he, and he does his own dishes with his mind. Perfect baby. Eh, that, eh, that's a good mm-hmm. point. So. He doesn't shit? Is that like a special force power? Um. Yeah. Well, apparently there's a... Apparently... So me also says I won't be watching any of the Patterson crap or I'm more of a I'm a comic and cartoon universe fan, so to me the movies will never do it. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm a kid in the nineties too, so I'm kinda of the same way, but I don't know. I'm seeing bits I, of the trailer on Twitter and it you know, it doesn't look too bad. I'm gonna have to actually watch it, watch. I mean Patterson though, look I think he is totally... He got his image ruined from those Twilight movies. I mean, it made him famous, but it gave off the wrong, I guess, say impression. Because he's actually... I see him as somebody that has a lot of potential. I mean, he's in the new Nolan film, which got fairly well-received. I mean, I, I don't... I think he's actually got a lot of potential. I've seen him and I've seen him in other stuff and like he can act like if he has a good if he has a good script um but yeah I mean Twilight Twilight was just horrible I I always tell people if you want a good vampire movie uh well let, let me put a few let me put a disclaimer out there if you're like 17 or above a good vampire movie to watch is bordello is uh bordello of blood so hmm. it's a it's a cult classic but i like it so interesting yeah and, um i mean he's been having a hell of a comeback though like recently um you know he's in this batman movie tenet like hell of a comeback right now like oh, into things well well he is still not the comeback king as much as uh keanu so. oh keanu's just been killing it. i mean john wick side the cyberpunk video game like my god like keanu honestly is one of my favorite working actors and not for the reasons you would think like some of my favorites are because of like all the amazing shit they're in and what they do and how they act and it's like Keanu just is just totally cool picks really good projects and just seems to have fun like you know what I mean he's like different for like he's favorite for very different reasons yeah I, I like him and, and everyone I've talked to it who has actually met him said he's a really down to earth guy which yeah you know like if, if I ever do make it Apex and I were talking about that about this, and I mean, if if you or I or you know any of us ever make it big, like that's the type of public figure I would hope to be. Yeah. More like as Keanu as Keanu Reeves. So I mean, I mean, I already ha- have a lot of the same, a lot of this stuff materialistically that I want. I'm blessed that way, you know, thankfully. So, you know. Is this Batman movie gonna be R-rated? I don't know, but there, 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 room, there are rumors that it might be, which I'm kind of hoping for. So. I think if there's one, it's kind of like what they do with Joker. If there's one way to make this different and interesting, is to do that. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I I have I definitely have some like old Batman comics from like the from like the late '80s that like would definitely get like an R-rated move. That would definitely get like a. That would definitely get an R-rated you know rating, so. Donnie says I I love Batman and I'm not interested. Well, I mean, it is a teaser, so you're you're gonna get bo- you're gonna get bombarded with it, you know, eventually. So. Yeah, it'll it'll be a big, big uh, big movie. Um, let's see, I'm trying to find out about the rating, but I don't see much about it. I did. I did watch. Uh, I have started watching the new Perry Mason series. How's so. that? Um, I I actually really, really like it. It has it has the guy from the Americans in it. And oh, I, Matthew I was, Reese. Yeah, who I didn't know this, but he's British. He's he's oh, one he's of those. Oh, he's very British. Yeah. He yeah he's he's one he's one of those. He's like, he's like Damon Lewis. He's one of those guys that can do like a perfect American accent and then totally mind fuck you when yeah. uh, when you when you hear him. So. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Interesting. Well, we're gonna close it out for tonight. Um. Oh man, it's been a crazy wild week. But thank you guys um, for joining us in chat. Thank you for all for tuning in. Um, and please like, share, subscribe, do all that great stuff uh, to keep the channel uh, growing, so that we can all build our conservative uh, resistance to the YouTube uh, censorship and oppression. Uh, and if you haven't yet, follow Donnie on Facebook and Twitter. Follow Sam on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, and YouTube, of course. Those both are on YouTube. Uh, if you look up them, you will find them. Uh, they can drop their handles in the chat if they want. I think they're both in the video description. But follow those guys. Subscribe to them. Like them. Do all that good stuff. They deserve a lot of support as well. Um, thank you. Thank you, guys. And... Wow, you've made it to 262 already. Not bad. Yeah, good. Good having me on tonight. Yeah, and same for Gamma and Phil and, you know, uh, Donnie in the chat. It's always good talking to you, too. So, and and I will, I will be on Donnie's show soon, too. Folks, we're just trying to figure out when. So, so stay tuned for that. So, but, alrighty, guys. Well, thanks for having me on. Yep, thank you, guys. And as always, wash your hands. Uh.